Giuliani is hopping mad over his indictment. Racketeering. What the hell do you know about racketeering? He railed against Georgia's Fulton County DA, Fonnie Willis, in a rambling tirade. I am the dictator. There was no fraud. What kind of lawyer are you? What kind of person are you? He faces what could be a long and expensive court battle. Trouble is, Giuliani is reportedly broke. He's running out of money. I mean, see, I, I don't know about running out. I think might be out. He's so strapped for cash, he's been forced to sell his home. Giuliani's apartment in this landmark building on Manhattan's Upper East Side was listed for sale two weeks ago. The three-bedroom spread is described in the listing as splendid, and the price sure is $6.5 million. Plus, there's a $10,000 monthly maintenance fee. Despite all the work Giuliani did for Trump back in 2020, he allegedly got stiffed. What the hell is wrong with you? Rudy Giuliani is hopping mad over his indictment. Racketeering. What the hell do you know about racketeering? <laughs> he railed against Georgia's... <laughs> oh, my God. So your, your, your boy... Your boy Trump stiffed you, huh? Giuliani. <laughs> running out of money. Running out of money, running out of time. You know what this is? This is fucking karma. All you no good. <laughs> you no good mother. You know what? Listen, y'all. What's up? You're tuned into the new Del C show. <laughs> oh man. Um, today, today is um, Sunday, August twentieth, two thousand twenty-three. A lot of things are going to happen. Okay, a lot of things are going to happen in time. His boy is being charged as well. Everything you, you see, they thought because they were in higher power, they got away with it for so long, right? But now everything is crumbling down. Um, today is going to be the day where I'm going to play this. Uh, this clown, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to play him. I'm going to play that interview with Larry Elders that he had with, um, at the breakfast club. Uh, yesterday, unfortunately I missed it. It was Angie Martinez, um, event. I'm disappointed. I missed it because I got so much things going on. Uh, I just need y'all to continue to pray for me. That's that's all I can say. Um, it's tough out there trying to find a place and all that in Boston, Massachusetts, Taxachusetts. The jobs are okay in Boston, but you go to another city, the, the, the job. See, now you have to balance it all out. You got to have, you know, a, a serious job. 
to balance this out because once they tell you what you're going to pay for rent, if you don't have a mortgage, if you don't, if you don't, if you're not a homeowner, you don't own a home because some of us don't, um, then they need to bring more of these to the forefront. The information is, is there, but I'm just saying you are hit with first month's rent, last month's rent, and a deposit or security or whatever they want to call it, uh, $4,000, $4,000 the most. Now, most people, most people cannot afford that kind of money. Okay, a lot of people cannot afford that kind of money, but okay, this is what y'all want to do, though, right? This is what y'all want to do. You you want to make things hard for people, and then you're building all these new apartments, these new this, this new that. Who's gonna live there? See, your plan is to get us out of this, out of the city, bring other people into the city so that they don't have to because their work is in the city and they go all the way out in the suburbs or whatever, but they're trying to bring us out there. That's a trick. Because we're going to end up back in the same predicament that some of us are already in. So unfortunately we fell victim to the to the okie doke. And a, a lot of you might might have missed the uh what the Michael Bivens, the hustle of Michael Bivens 617. Um it's going to be playing in New York. Okay, it's going to be in New York. New York. Okay. So you know it's going to be a lot of guests on there. A lot of guests. Michael Bivens is a great businessman. You know that. Part of New Edition. You know. Bell Biff DeVoe. Now they're going to focus on his entrepreneurship. I didn't say shit. I said entrepreneurship. Ship. <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to come right back. I'm, j- I'm changing the hours, man. You know me. This is a special edition. I couldn't do the Saturday. I got stuck in Brockton. <laughs> stuck in Brockton for hours. I had to get myself an Uber. Crazy. If I'm gonna live, if 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 I'm ever gonna live there in the future or whatever, definitely gotta get myself a car. But anyways, y'all keep it locked. I'll be right back. They won't hurt you, baby. 
Nigga broke, you make that ass freeze We ain't shaking ass for niggas with no cheese no. And we ain't pulling up for niggas with no keys no. I don't wanna drink with a bottle of Sit right here, pay for the tab right Me and my bitches gon' make you laugh <laughs> And when we done with you, we gon' see you back Big booty, big daddy, big man I pull up flexing on they bitch ass He want a good girl, that's too bad I'm so cunty, I'm too bad Get to the bullshit, shall we? How you feeling? I feel good. He, he does more than that, though. 
mean, he was a radio host. Yeah, radio host for 40 years. Author, uh, TV uh, host. Author, host. New York Times bestselling list. Uh, I've got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Mm -hmm. Corner of Hollywood and Vine, Southeast Corner, just saying. Okay. I didn't know and, you had a star on uh, Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah, man. yeah, about a handful of radio guides do, and I'm one of them. Yeah, I think it's you, Elvis Duran, Angie Howard Martinez. Stern, yeah. Big Boy. Oh, Ar Angie, Ar Angie Martinez. A guy named Arthur Godfrey. Okay. Yeah. So now, let's, let's, let's jump right into it. Why are you running for president? Well, I'm running as an America First mega guy, and we have an America First mega guy running, obviously. Uh, so the question is, what do you bring to the table? You say MAGA. MAGA. Okay. And the answer is, I bring a lot of issues to the table that I feel... <laughs> you hear that, folks? He's MAGA. <laughs> now, you know what that means. That means make America great again. He's... He, he's, he's, he's uh... Anyways, <laughs> he's part of that. He's part of that. So already he lost my vote. He lost my vote. But when, wait till he starts talking more. <laughs> Let's get to that. Our side is not talking enough about, if at all. For example, the number one social problem in America by far is the epidemic, not of COVID, but of fatherlessness. 70% of black kids today enter the world without a father in the home, married to the mother, up from 25% back in 1965. Now, 25% of white kids enter the world today without a father in the home married to the mother. And the stats are clear. Even Barack Obama once cited them. If you're raised without a dad, you're five times more likely to be poor and commit crime, nine times more likely to drop out of school, and 20 times more likely to end up in jail. What's happened? In the mid-60s, with, I think, the best of intentions, a Democrat named Lyndon Johnson launched what he called the War on Poverty. And since then, we have incentivized women to marry the government and incentivized men to abandon their financial and moral responsibility. You know, when I tell, say this to people, the pushback I get is, well, uh, there are lots of things that are going on, systemic racism, poverty. Uh, here's the problem. If you look at a young black male, age 10 to 43, that's young to me because I'm 71 years old. A young black man in that demo is 13 times more likely to be murdered than a young white man, same demo. Young black man, real young, 19 and under, the number one cause of preventable death is homicide, almost always at the hands of another young black male. Uh, young, same demo for whites, the number one cause of preventable death is unintentional deaths. That includes drug overdoses, mm -hmm. automobile accidents, drownings. Uh, it's not until they get to number four that uh, death is the cause. In America, 60% of the shootings, the robberies, and the homicide to kid about are committed by black people, often against other black people. Of the homicides in this country, half of them are black victims, almost all killed by other blacks. Uh, how do you explain that? Uh, if it isn't for the absence of fathers. Are you prepared to say black people are just genetically inclined to commit more crime? I doubt it. And the go-to reaction often is, is poverty uh, and systemic racism. Here's the problem. 1940, when there was blatant racism, this is before Brown versus Board of Education, before the Civil Rights Act of 64, KKK was still alive and well, 87% of blacks lived under the poverty line. Now it's about 14%. You can't blame it on poverty. You can't blame it on racism. It is the breakdown of the nuclear intact family, and neither side is talking about it. The left doesn't talk about it because they caused it with the welfare state, and our side does not talk about it because if you're white, you'll be accused of dissing single moms who are heroically raising these kids, or you'll be accused of being a racist, or if you're black, you'll be accused, as I was by the L.A. Times, of being the black face of white supremacy. Nobody's talking about that. I am. What are the reasons, uh, you know, if your statistics are right, what are the reasons that you think fathers aren't in the home? 
As I said, it's because uh, in the mid-60s, Lyndon Johnson launched what he called the War on Poverty. In Charlemagne, literally, they sent social workers door-to-door in the inner city. I remember this. Mm -hmm. Advising women of the availability of welfare provided there was no man in the house. It created an economic incentive for women to marry the government. Same thing with whites. In 1965, 8% of whites entered the world without a father in the home, married to the mother. Now it's about 25%, also up threefold. Look at census data, 1910... 1920, 1930, in places like Milwaukee, Chicago, uh, Philadelphia, a young black kid was slightly more likely to be brought into a world with a father in the home married to the mother than a young white kid. We have incentivized this kind of bad behavior, and it's had a disproportionately bad effect on the black community. Let me ask you a question. What do white people do wrong, Larry Elder? What do you mean, what do white people do? I'm not worried about white people. I'm worried about what, 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 what's going on with us. But if, there, if, there's, if there's systemic racism in this country, which I, we know I, it is. No, no, I, I don't say there is. You say there is. I don't believe that. Oh, you don't believe this? No, there racism? used to be, obviously. <laughs> you know, this fool just said, <laughs> this fool just said that there's not systemic racism. He said there was, but there's not now. Which fucking world do he live in? Let's get back to that. Let's get back to him. Tell me, tell me what you think the number one systemic example of systemic racism is in America. Oh man, there's so many. Just give, just, just give me the most important one you think. But at the top of mind, I probably maybe say maybe mass incarceration. Maybe really. Um, in during the Great Depression, when 50 percent of Black adults were unemployed, you didn't have this kind of mass incarceration. It's the breakdown of the family. There's I'm, a direct, I'm not, not going to. I, I agree with the family part. I, I'm a black man who is a father to his children, and I'm right. a happily married right. black man to a black woman, so I'm never going to argue with that part, mm-hmm. you know? But I just feel like everything is black, 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 black with you. Black is wrong. Black people do this, and black people do that. And when I ask you what white people do wrong, you said you're not worried about white people at I'm, all. I'm talking about the, the damage, disproportionate damage going on in the black community. For example, look at these uh, smashing grabs that are taking place in Los Angeles, where I live. There's a suburb called Glendale, where uh, at a mall recently, a mob of 30 to 40 people, they had masks on, but one guy got popped. He was a black. And I think most of those who were doing this were black. Uh, and in recent years... Why is he not talking about the massive, the massacre shootings, which is caused mostly by white males or white female, mostly my white males. Why is he not talking about that? Now, yes, we have to call out stuff that we do wrong. But we got to look at the bigger picture. We got to call everybody out this wrong. And how all this was actually caused. But let me get back to him. Let me get back to Mr. I want to run for president. Let's get back to him. Mr. Larry Elder. Recent times have been a number of these uh, in places like Chicago, places like like New York. If I were involved in something like that, Charlemagne, I grew up with a dad, uh, just as you're uh, raising your your own children. I would have been more afraid of my father than I would about the cops catching me. These kids are afraid of neither. They don't have a father in the home. Cops are demoralized. They're pulling back. Uh, their manpower is short, uh, and as a result. You tell a bad guy you're less likely to be caught, convicted, incarcerated, crime goes up. They may be criminals, but they're not stupid. Mm -hmm. When you say, what do white people do? I mean, this is a country that has struggled mightily to to get over its uh, its historic racism. Uh, There was a civil war. There was a big civil rights movement. Uh, This is the only majority white country that's ever elected a black president, let alone re-elected a black president. 
The three biggest cities in America are New York, Chicago, L.A. They all have black mayors, even though no city has a majority of black population. The president of Harvard is a black female. Martin Luther King in 1966, Charlemagne, gave an interview to the BBC. This is two years after the Civil Rights Act of 64 got passed. And he said, I'm amazed how many positive changes there have been in America in the last two years. Why, if we, things keep going like this, we could have a black president in about 40 years' time. Mm -hmm. Do the math. Right on cue, Barack Obama, elected 2008. He didn't say there'll be a black female president of Harvard, and there has been. He didn't say there are going to be black CEOs of Fortune 500 companies, and there have been several. He didn't say the percentage of the House would equal the percentage of black people in the population, and it does. He didn't say the three largest cities would have black mayors, uh, and they do. He, he didn't say the largest and most prestigious organization organization of doctors the american medical association would have two black presidents and there have been he didn't say the most prestigious organization of lawyers the american bar association would have two black uh, presidents and they have he said president meaning at that point i can feel that i've reached the mountaintop which is the speech he gave right before he got assassinated the day before and now we act as if barack obama never even got elected and we're still talking about systemic racism. It's not fair. It's wrong. And you're discouraging black people from working hard. 1996. You sound like the biggest asshole in the world. Who the fuck are you speaking for? Who the fuck are you speaking for? It's wrong. It's wrong. Who intelligence are you fucking with? Who are you in trying to insult with this bullshit that you saying right now? Because I don't agree with you. Maybe some 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 other black people might agree with you on this shit that you saying right now that's coming out your mouth. But I definitely don't. Let's get back to what this elder Larry Elder is saying. Mr. Elder, a quick question. Let's just remove the word racism since that seems to be a word uh, that, that triggers, you know, a, a conversation down the waterhole. Let's just focus on the word system. Uh, okay. You mentioned that the system uh, was the one that discouraged. And again, we have no problem uh, with agreeing that the, the family, the, the black family should certainly uh, have some room for some improvement. But let's just focus on system. You said system. Well, we're not going to go down that water. You, we're okay. not going to go down that water hole. Let's get to the question. So the question is, you said that the system encouraged uh, black women to be single mothers, correct? I said the welfare state, yes. The welfare, the system. So who's okay. in charge of the system? Who was in charge of the system? Well, it was Democrats that passed it. And who the, were Democrats? Were they black or white at that time? Well, at the time, majority of black people were Democrats as the majority of black no, no, people no, are Democrats not, now. Not the voters. I'm, I'm talking about the system. Remember, the main idea is the word system. Who was in charge of the system at the time? The, the this is the part right here that pissed me off. I shared, I shared this with DeMarco about him that pisses me off. He doesn't know how to answer questions. This woman is asking him a question and he has yet to really full, he has yet to answer it. Okay, so that is the frustrating part about him. I don't understand when, when a lot of us are like this. I don't understand why we get like, maybe because we get a certain wealth or whatever, we think that we are highly above everybody else and we're going to call out the wrong that we're just doing when this shit has been going on forever. We didn't start this shit. 
we did not start this shit, but it's going to get to a, Charlemagne's going to bring up or whoever's going to bring up the fact that when we get something, how they destroy it, how they destroyed it in the past and how they're trying to take down everything that we try to put together. Yes, there's all these lawyers or whatever, mayors, presidents or whatever, um, but it doesn't change the fact that this country is racist. And systemic racism is in full effect. And anybody that doesn't see that, there's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with you. If you don't see it, especially a black person, a black man and woman, money doesn't matter. As Jay-Z would say, rich nigga, poor nigga, whatever, still nigga. I didn't say that. Jay-Z said that because what he's saying is true. They don't care who we, what, how rich we become, how famous we become, because you see what they did to Jordan, Michael, Tyson, Bill Cosby. Well, Bill Cosby fucked up. Him and um, fucking OJ fucked up kind of they self. But how they fucked with other people. They got to success. But anyways, I don't want to get off the subject. Let me go back to this 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 interview. The Democrats at the time, the system. I'm just going to Charlemagne's point about white or black. Was it white Democrats in charge of the system or black Democrats in well, charge of the system? Well, if you're prepared to say that Lyndon Johnson did this viciously with an intent to destroy the black family, I disagree. He did it with the best of intentions. I- did he really? Did he really? Hmm. Just like Jagger Hoover made sure that they put certain drugs in the black community to wipe us out, kill us slowly, kill us, period. But he's going to give this man praise, though, right? He's going to give this man praise. Let's go back. And if you look at the New York Times, which is left wing, the Washington Post, which is left wing, they cheered all of this. Right. And what I'm asking, was it white people? So I'm going to ask again in case my mic's not coming through clearly. Was it white people in charge of the system or black people in charge? Of- no. Yeah, sister, you're coming through very clearly. He just don't know. He just don't want to answer the question because he's ignorant. Just like I'm going to say what, what, what Flavor Flay said in Chuck D. You can't see what I can see. You're blind, baby. You're blind to the facts. Let's go back. That system that helped break down the black family. It's a simple yes. Just a simple question. White or black? Well, you didn't have to go on welfare unless you voluntarily chose to go on welfare. The inducement was put there uh, by Democrats, uh, by, the, Democrats by, the, by the left. Correct. Okay. White well, well most correct. black most black people were Democrats and they voted for these white people. Not too. voters. I said who's in charge who's of the charge? system. He what? is not listening. He keeps going back to voters. She's not talking about voters. People just oh, this guy is he's irking me. So I know it must be frustrating for her. Let's go back. Well, who puts them, in who, who put them in charge? Was Lyndon Johnson white him, or black? Who put them in maybe charge? Maybe that'll well, help. Fine. Lyndon, Lyndon, Lyndon Johnson was white. 
Thank you. Okay. But, but if your argument is that the reason he did it is because of racism, then no. I disagree. He did it because of... That's the- not my argument. I just asked you a simple question. Was he white or black? Charlemagne? And, you know, uh, Mr. Elder, you said uh, you talked about the, the smash and grabs, right? And I mm-hmm. find that interesting because, you know, when you see the mass shootings that happen, majority of those people are white males. What do you what do you think about a- that? A- actually- mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Now, he going to try to disagree with this. We know. And I just got through saying this. That those mass shootings that were going on, why by why by white males, the Buffalo, New York situation, the other situation, all these situations were caused by white males, minus that situation where that with a girl or a transgender or whatever, um, where she decided to take everybody out. But anyways, let's go back. Actually, if you look at the percentage of, of whites in America, which is 60 percent, the percentage of mass shooters is under that. The percentage of people that commit hate crime is under that. The percentage of people who are serial killers is under that. Black people are 13 percent of the population. We commit a greater percent. <sighs> he makes me so sick. So all those innocent babies life that was taken by this by this this boy or whatever that decided to shoot up that doesn't matter because all that matters is percentage or 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 whatever you, whatever you're going by so none of that matters only numbers matter lives don't matter numbers matter i don't care if those kids were white black chinese puerto rican those were kids those were our babies those were our babies you understand and this jerk right here is so, like, determined to bring us down that he don't hear nothing else. He's whitewashed. He's brainwashed. He's every man. This, I, like, I can't deal with another coon. We already have, we already have, uh, what's that woman's name? Candace Owens. We already have a couple other people. They're in the police force. They're running it. They're, you know. They're trying to become mayors. It's up to us to get these motherfuckers. Don't vote for this motherfucker. Because he ain't for us. And if you think he's for us, y'all stupid. And anybody that votes for, for, for um Trump is stupid too. I don't even see why he can even run again. Biden. I'm disappointed in him. I'm very disappointed in him. And I don't, I still don't like that comment. If you don't vote, if you vote for Trump, then you're not black. Number one, you're not black. You don't get to say that, motherfucker. You see now, motherfucker, you don't get to say that. None of you motherfuckers get to open your mouth and say that. See, we need to check them because they'll try to, the thing is, They'll try to bring us right back where we started from. We got to check them. We got to check them every second. And even some of us that forget where we came from, like this motherfucker right here, because he ain't my brother. I can't say my brother. Everyone with the same skin ain't your kin. Believe that, because this motherfucker... 
If he could turn himself white, he would turn himself white. And I'm going to tell you something, white people. I don't, listen, I don't have problem with white people. I got a problem with racist white people. I got a problem with black people that go out there and commit crimes. So let's just get this straight. All right, let's just get this shit all the way straight and let's keep it all the way real. As Paul Mooney would say, let's keep it fucking real. Okay? I know this is the Lord's day. Every day is the Lord's day. If you believe in God. This shit right here. The shit with the chairs and that fight that went down. That was just the beginning. This motherfucker right here. I'm already not liking him. I would not vote for him. I would not vote for him. But we're going to go back because he's talking about a lot more. compared to that. No, you specifically talked about the smash and grabs, though. So I was saying, since you're using that as an example, I'm saying, well, what about, you know, the mass shooters that are usually... One, white males. One, one, one more time. They are, they are usually white males because 60% of the country is, is, is white. However, they underrepresent in terms of the number of mass shootings. Uh, about 50% or so of the mass shootings in this country are committed by white people, even though white people are 60% of the population. They underrepresent. We overrepresent when it comes to hate crime, when it comes to mass shootings, when it comes to serial killings, when it comes to robberies, when it comes to virtually every category of violent crime. We overrepresent. So, what do white people do wrong? I'm gonna keep asking. We overrepresent this. You see what this motherfucker is saying? First of all, black people don't do mass shootings. Okay. Yes, we kill each other. Unfortunately, I don't. I don't understand that. But self hate. You, you know, they taught us how to hate each other. And yes, what you're gonna do? Put the blame on all. Yes, motherfucker. Think about 400 years plus how we've been treated. We all live in the same neighborhoods. And as Jay-Z said, again, crabs in a barrel. Crabs should never be in a barrel because they're all fighting to get up and we all should be helping each other get up. But instead, you got motherfuckers like this that knock us back in. You're not helping us by saying the shit you're saying. What you succeed in doing is pissing us off. And there's a couple of stupid ass people that are probably going to say you're right. You're not right. You're not right and you don't represent us. You do not represent me. Okay? That's that's a dick for damn sure. Well, it seems to me rather than deal with, with what's going on, the pathology that's going on in the inner city, mm-hmm. you want to blame, you want me to talk about how bad white people are, which I don't think is a pretty, particularly productive thing to do. I'm talking about the cause and effect. Oh, oh, so it's productive for you to bring us down, though. It's productive because, listen, either you're part of the solution or you're part of the problem. Which one are you, sir? Because you seem to be a problem. We don't need this. We don't need this. And I heard somebody talking about this. We don't need to talk about bringing us down and what we need to do. We need to take action. You saying all the shit you saying ain't making. I don't know why. mother. I hope nobody votes for you. I hope nobody 
None of us go out there and vote for you because you are not for us. And I'm going to say it again. You're not for us. Back to this, this motherfucker. Back to this interview right here. But, you know, if we can't talk about the cause, which I believe is systemic racism and white supremacy, the FBI said... Well, I just told you, if it's systemic racism, please explain to me how it was when Americans, America really had systemic racism in 1940. 87% of blacks lived under the poverty. He said when we really had it. Do you think things really changed that much? And the reason why things changed is because a lot of us fought and took our lives sacrifice our lives for our freedom and your motherfucking ass is gonna sit there and say systemic racism don't exist and you only took half of what Martin Luther King said go back and do your research we all need to go back and do our research every now and then because if you don't know your past you will definitely not know your future Yes, we need to do better. We need to do better. Yes, we do. But they need to do better too. Stay the fuck out of our way. Okay? But you can't get out of your own way. You think you're saying something, but you ain't saying shit to me. You ain't personally saying nothing to me, but I, I want y'all to just hear this, this motherfucker. line. Again, this is during uh, Jim Crow era. My father is from Athens, Georgia, grew up in Jim Crow. My mom is from Huntsville, Alabama, grew up in Jim Crow. 87% of blacks live below the poverty line. This is before Brown versus Board of Education. You did, you, did no not find, you did not find these kind of black-on-black -black crime. Probably because we had no but they still were living the, below the poverty line, though, sir. I'm sorry? You're forgetting the fact that they, they were still living below the poverty line. You're picking and choosing, saying this was good, but this was bad. Okay. The bottom line, they end between the poverty line. But let's move forward well, on well, let me can, can I just yeah. add, Can I just address that? In 1940, 87% sure. of blacks lived under the poverty line. 1960, mm -hmm. that number had fallen to 47%. That's a 40-point drop in 20 years. That's the greatest 20-year period of economic expansion for black people in the history of America. Again, well before Brown versus Board of Education, well before the KKK uh, uh, imploded, uh, well before we had race-based preferences. Why? Because it was rare for a black kid to be raised in a, in a family without a father in the home, uh, a strong belief in Judeo-Christian values, a belief in patriotism, even as America wasn't applying these values to black people, obviously, uh, and a belief in entrepreneurship. All those things are now... So we should have patriotism for a country that don't give a fuck about us. Shut the fuck up, man. You sound fucking stupid. Like, we all are stupid, right? When we first, we don't know no better. I I'm gonna say we all ignorant until we learn shit. You are 70 fucking one years old, or however old your ass is, and you talking stupid. I don't know every damn thing, but I do know what you talking is bullshit. Let me go back to, let me go back to this now under assault by organizations like Black Lives Matter. Charlemagne, Black Lives Matter had on their website an attack on the nuclear family. Uh, the founders are self-described Marxists, trained Marxists. 
Marx wanted to dethrone God, was an atheist, and Marx did not believe in capitalism, uh, let alone entrepreneurship. All the things that made black people still survive in virulent racism are now under attack by organizations like Black Lives Matter. All of those things have always been under attack by white supremacy. You can go back to things like whether it's the Tulsa race massacres, like every time black people do create these systems that are our systems and we are the entrepreneurs, it seems like white supremacy every, finds a way to destroy every, every, every time, look, the Tulsa massacre, within about five years, that whole area was rebuilt. Uh, it was not even called the uh, the Black Wall Street until after. The whole area was rebuilt? Before or after, they slaughtered us and killed uh, this motherfucker. Uh, he makes me fucking sick to my fucking stomach right now. You stupid motherfucker, man. Like, I really don't risk. Oh. It was rebuilt. It was rebuilt, by the way, by black people without one dime of government money. Yeah, I, who I, destroyed I, it to begin with? It was right, wait, racists who destroyed it. No question okay, about it. Sure. We've, had, we've had race rights. But so it's so. Of Japanese. So Okay, so he, he, he knows that. He knows that part. Because <laughs> you can't go around that. It was some fucked up shit that they did to us. And it was through a lie that we supposedly touched one of their women. Are you fucking serious, man? You took away everything from us. And then we say, you know what? These motherfuckers think we stupid. But obviously, they know we're really not. That's why they fear us. But we're going to build our own shit. We're going to build our own shit, our own businesses. We're going to look out for our own people. And what do you motherfuckers do? You burn our shit down. You take all of us, some of us out the house. You kill us. You slaughter us right in front of your kids while your kids are sitting there smiling. Do you understand what the fuck America did to us? That's why I can't understand why we killing each other. We should be not, not fighting to kill. Fuck them. We shouldn't be fighting to kill us. I mean, killing, fighting to kill us. We should be rebuilding. You know, all the people that have money, have decent jobs and want to have a business on these small black businesses, these big black businesses get together and say, look, let's do this for the community. Let's do this for our brothers and sisters and let's do this for our children beyond just, um, what do they say? Um, the wealth thing, the generational wealth. Beyond that. So your grandkids, grandkids, and as long as we're living on this earth, we shouldn't go without without nothing. We should all be looking out for each other. That's the only way it's going to work. Otherwise, we're going to keep going through this cycle. And we're going to have to listen to this mother, this motherfucker, this really trying to criticize us, but not looking at the big picture. Yes, we, we do need improvement on a few things. And I'm not going to sit here and say that we don't, but we're not going to just sit here and dog us out either and put us down. Because let me tell you something. My mother comes from a single household. My grandmother raised all five of her kids, which is 
my two uncles and my three aunts. Well, not three aunts, two aunts, because my mother obviously was the, you know, fifth. She made up the fifth member. Um, but yeah. Yes, unfortunately, things happen. People do go to jail. But that happens even in a household of people that have a mother and father. Because if that's in your nature, but there's also innocent people, this also being arrested and also being killed. Okay? Let's not forget that. There's some people that took their life because they, you know, when I think about the young man that talked to Ellen and talked to Jay-Z and talked to all these people, but they wouldn't get him out of his environment, out of that same environment that trapped him. So he felt trapped. He was attacked as soon as he got out of jail. He ended up back in jail again. He had it. It felt like nothing was changing. So y'all abandoned him. You really abandoned him. But that's a whole nother story for another time. But it's part of what is going on right now with us. What he's trying to say. And those some things definitely need to improve. But I don't like how he is presenting that. Because everybody is watching um, The Breakfast Club. Believe me. Trust me. You don't think so, but they are. And they're hearing what he's saying. And they say, yeah, he got a point. When you don't know half of what the fuck is going on. Because you're not black. You have never been through our struggle. And everybody's going to say, we've been through this. You black people always complain. Yeah, motherfucker. Look at, our, look at us. Look at our history and look what's going on now. Economically, we are being crushed. We are being fucked. Okay? But let's let's get back to the interview, please. Let, let me get back to that interview with this guy. You agree that there's racism. I'm just so confused. You know, I, I never even came close to saying. I never came. Ago, I, never, I, never came clo- I, never, I never came close to saying there was no racism. You just said you don't think it's systemic racism. Not anymore. Obviously, there was. We had something called slavery. System, we had something called but there was a Jim Crow. That destroyed black. Well, hold on, sir. That was I'm a sorry? system that destroyed. That was the system that destroyed Black Wall Street. It's the same system right now that's not even wanting to pay those same living descendants. Because I know your position on reparations, but those same living descendants of Black Wall Street. Okay. And then you move, and then you go on to say that this the system, the quote unquote system, is also trying to destroy President Trump. So I'm just so confused on: Do you believe that the system can destroy or not? You you pick and choose, sir. And that's what this system is trying to destroy Trump. The system been letting Trump get away with a lot of shit. But now it's just like, okay, he done did too much. Now the system's coming after him. Because he did shit over their head that he shouldn't have done. Anyways, sister got a point. This sister got a point. Let's go back confusing to me. You just said it wasn't racism. Now it is racism. When, I, when it was time said, to build it back, I said it there was no racism. I said so it wasn't confused. systemic racism. Let's talk about... Can I just make this point, Charlamagne, please? Uh, let's take Chinese Americans. 
Uh, Chinese Americans were the first ethnic group to be excluded with an immigration act in the late 1800s. They had riots against Chinese uh, in L.A., in San Francisco. There were laws that prevented Chinese Americans from participating in the laundry business. Uh, I'm in California. California, of course, rounded up Japanese Americans during World War II. There were laws that prevented Japanese uh, Americans from owning farmland. The average Japanese American household has a higher per capita income than the average white household. The average Chinese American household has a higher per capita income than the average white household. How does that happen? It's happened because of a strong belief in family. It is rare for a Chinese American or a Japanese American kid to have a, to have a child outside of wedlock and a strong belief in education and a strong belief in entrepreneurship. These are the kinds of qualities that make people you successful. Can't, you can't blame everything on, on having a fatherless family, right? Because I didn't say blaming everything. I know, but, but that's what you're saying. You're saying a strong community. But no, you, you said that's what I just said. I didn't say you that. You talk about the Asian community. Asian community, it's easy for them to get loans for entrepreneurships. It's easy for them to get loans for houses. You look. Thank you, DJMD. You're talking out your ass. You're talking out your ass, Larry Elder. Get him, DJ MV. Get his ass. You're talking stupid. But see, people, they ain't going to just sit there and just let you keep talking gibberish shit. That doesn't add up. Doesn't add up. But anyways, let me go back. I'm, I'm not going to interrupt, I don't think. <laughs> Our community. Okay. If you really, if you really want to talk about our community, right? You look at the schools in our community. Some of our schools are the worst, right? Would you agree with that? Yes or no? Absolutely. Which right. is why, which is why, which is why one of the reasons I'm running for president is for school choice. Also, would you say that it's in, in our community is systemic? It's, it's also in our communities heavy food deserts. There's nothing but fast food places that are just killing and destroying. That would you say that's, that's true? Systemic too, boy. Uh, you would you say that's true? I'm just asking a question. Okay, you said a number of things. I just address one of them about loans. In 1965. Uh, Barack Obama, who was in in private practice, uh, joined a bunch of other lawyers to file a class action lawsuit. Oh, God. In 1965. Shut the fuck up. We are in 2023. Motherfucker, what are you going to do now? Stop talking about back then. Stop giving us fucking history of shit. What are you going to do now, motherfucker? The time is now. That's I can't. I don't believe some of these politics. These politics. You know what I'm saying? I can't believe some. And you want people to vote for you? You full of shit, man. I, I don't fuck with no Democrats. I don't fuck with no Republicans. We should come up with our own party. I've been saying that for a while. We should come up with our own party, man. I don't I don't get wrapped up in no Democrats and Republicans. You motherfuckers is stupid, man. That's like getting caught up in Bloods and Crips. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all, it's, it's the same. It's the same shit, man. It's the same shit. These motherfuckers ain't doing shit for black people. And I'm going to say it just like that. And if, you know... They might help other situations. There's some laws that go through that may help us. But then there's also our companies. They're fucking racist. So economically, they're still going to fuck us up the ass. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I got something on the whole racist. Because when I say to people that black people can't be racist, they get pissed off. I got a recording of this white guy saying... He broke the whole racist thing down. And I want to play this, play this on this fucking show. Maybe y'all might learn something. And that's never saying that we're innocent. 
because we did some fucked up shit to each other, maybe to other people. But the bigger picture, we've been fucked for 400 years plus. The reason why I say plus is because it still continues. The trauma still continues. Along with everything else. They just can't hang us like they used to. But don't think they ain't hanging us. They're hanging us secretly. And getting away with it. And saying it's a suicide. It's a suicide. But we know that that's a fucking lie. Um, Karma. (laughs) Karma is coming for you motherfuckers. Peep with the peep with the what woman said on the flight. I don't care how annoying she might have sound to y'all or whatever the case is. Peep what she was saying. Because the first shall be last and the last shall be first. It was written. But we got to stay on our P's and Q people. We can't do like that. We're not savages like them. We're not. Some of us act stupid like that because that's what our master has taught us over these years is to be like that because you be like them. But guess what? You don't get rewarded for that. They can call you all kind of names because you're proving them right. And that goes for me or anybody else. It goes for all of us. I break it down. I tell the truth. A lot of people don't know me on this level. But anyways, let me get back to this. I don't want to go off the subject, but he is pissing me off. Lawsuit against City Corp, which is headquartered here in New York. 186 black people were applying for loans for mortgages and didn't get them. And they accused City Corp of engaging in racism. City Corp said, no, it's not racism. You have poor credit scores and we want to make sure we get our money back. Uh, Obama joined a bunch of other lawyers and they sued uh, City Corp in a class action lawsuit. And City Corp said, okay, to hell with it. Gave them all loans. Uh, and uh, they followed them all up. Daily Caller did a few years later. Almost all of them lost their homes. Several of them filed for bankruptcy. One of them even said, you know, when you don't qualify for a loan, maybe we shouldn't get a loan. Well, duh. It wasn't true that black people were not getting loans. Uh, plus, there are all sorts of uh, black-owned community banks around the country. And it turns out the turndown rate when you apply for a loan at a black ba- a community bank was even higher because they had less capital and they couldn't afford to loan money to risky people. It is just not the case that the reason for the plight of the black community is because people were not lending money to them. It's just not true. That's uh, not true. I, but yeah, but not hold, true. hold on one second, Charlamagne. What's, you, what's, you, what's you, not you true? You're bringing back facts of 1965, right? Let's talk 2023, right? I said 1995. 1995. We'll talk 2023, right? My son will be successful in real estate and successful in buying a house. You know why? Because his father owns you. a house. Because of you. Because owns a house, right? But my father because and, of you and, and his the sister because and, you and, and the his family you put into did him. not own houses. Because I let of, you speak. Because but you shut the fuck up and let him speak. Can you let DJ Envy speak? You don't have the answers to everything. Your story is not your story is not my story. I have a different story to tell. This person has a different story to tell. Well, yes, we're all black, but you are delusional and you're cutting DJ MV off. Shut the fuck up. 
Let's go. Because if you, you and the drive you put into it, we're not going to have a conversation. You, you, not a you're conversation. not even appreciating what you've you done to your son. I'm just asking okay. you a question. I just let you speak. I'll let right. you talk. Okay. okay. I can talk. Okay. We have a conversation. Okay. All right. When we talk about it, right, it's harder for our community to get, to get loans, right? And not just because of poor credit scores. It's because of, of where the areas are. You talked about the Asian community. A lot of the Asian community have their own banks and they're able to process and get their own banks. There's not too many... African-American branches that are able to give out money. So that's one. Then let's talk about getting grants for schools. They're not even giving grants for schools at the rate that they're giving grants for white people. And let's talk about when they talk about entrepreneurship. They are giving so much money to these white and Asian kids and Asian people doing it and a, a thousand times less than our community. Will you agree to any of that? No, no, I don't. I don't agree with virtually any of what you, any, any of what you just now said. Of course you're not going to agree to it. Of course your motherfucking ass ain't going to agree to it, even though it's 100% true, but you ain't going to agree with it. We're not making excuses. This is life. This is life. The plan is to keep us down. Now, a lot of us succeed, but a lot of us fail. A lot of us give up. Some of us continue Everybody is not built the same. You see what I'm saying? Every All of us are not built the same. The, the turndown rate for a white applicant for a mortgage is higher than the turndown rate for a Japanese or Chinese applicant for a mortgage. Now, are you telling me that banks are discriminating against white and in favor of Asian Americans? It's because their credit scores are better. They often live below their means. They save more, even when they're making the same amount of money than black people do. If you have poor credit score, you're not going to get a loan. Period. End of statement. Even the head of Urban League, a black man once said that. If you have poor credit score, you're not going to get a loan. End of Her, statement. Uh, sir, sir, yes. let, let's just, okay. When you were talking about crime, you, you weren't prepared to talk about this proportion. You talked about how it was more black people that was doing it. And then you talked about how we're the smaller you know, of the population. The same applies also to the loans. It's more white people than it is black people. You seem to pick and choose. I'm talking about the rate. Talking about right. Rate. Whatever it is, the bottom line is it's more white people than it is black people. And so if more black people are getting not getting loans disproportionately, it seems you'd only want to apply the disproportion uh, to the conversation when it benefits. Your I'm, talking not, point, I'm not sure you understood. Why they said, I'm not sure you understood. No, understood. I'm not sure you understood my point. That's why I mentioned in 1995 when 186 black people who were not getting loans filed a class action lawsuit claiming that she heard what the fuck she, you said. I heard what you said. I heard what you said, and it's a bunch of bullshit. Okay, yes, some of us. Why don't we have that, though? Why don't we, why can't we get a loan? We're not making, we're, a lot of us are not making a certain amount of money. We're not making a certain amount of money. So, I are, of course, all of this is going to be, <laughs> it's designed and I'm not, we're not going to sit down and make excuses. We're going to deal with the cards we're dealt as we always do. As I said, some of us make it and some of us don't. And that's just, that's just a part of life. That's just a part of life, but it's also part of the black life because they do not want us to succeed. And there's no way that you could sit here and say that they can't. Anybody, anybody that listens to this show, you got to understand how things work. 
You got to understand how things work. I'm, I don't, I didn't go to college. I, I don't have a degree. I don't have this in this discuss. This is life. This is life. This is, has nothing to do with that form of education, but just being in the know and knowing what our rights are and what has been happening time and time again and it's not going to change. That's why we need to stick together. But this guy, either you're part of the solution or you're part of the problem. And that they were denied the loan because of racism. City Corp said, okay, here are your loans. The reason I wasn't giving you the loans is because we're afraid you weren't going to be able to pay them back. I'm not talking Fa- about fast this, forward, sir. they weren't able to pay them back, which proves sir, the City I'm Corp's not talking point. about that. I'm not talking about I know that. you're not. It's inconvenient. I'm talking about... It's inconvenient. It's inconvenient. So now he's coming at her rude. He is going... He's very disrespectful to her. Y'all really need to think about who y'all... Who... We, we don't need him. And, and this is something I want to clear with a couple white people. We did not just vote for Obama because he's black. Actually, he's the first mixed president because his mother is white and his father was black. Okay? So, I voted for Obama because I thought he was going to be that change. He was gonna be that change. A lot of us were proud of him and we held him accountable for everything. Okay, as as I would do for any president, doesn't matter who it is, you know? And I felt that He failed us in a lot of ways. He did the best he could. But I know what it was. It was the Republicans. They did not want him to succeed. They did not want him to succeed. And he never had a chance. And I understand that. And I'm okay with that. I was upset with Obama. But I know what it was. They were presenting these agendas for and then the things that he were able to change and he defends certain things that he did as a president but this guy here he's no he's not going to be any good for us i'll tell you that right now he's not and he really ain't good for white people hispanic people asian people and so on and so on and so on because he's going to be lying to them about the, the, the rights that we have that we actually really don't have. And he's going to make it like everybody can succeed in this country. Everybody can't. Everybody can't. There's some people that work hard. There's some people that try to work hard. There's some people that no matter what they do, they just get knocked down. And like I said, there's people that give up, quit. That's black or white, and they end up in the street. End up strung out on drugs, end up strung out on alcohol, and or just take their life or whatever, or kill somebody or go to jail. Or 
I mean, but anyways, back to this interview. I'm talking about your response to Envy when he said, when you said more white people get approved for loans. Since you like to Washington Post said black Americans have the highest denial rates for purchase and refinancing loans, according to home mortgage disclosures. Act. Because 20% of their credit are black score. And all credit scores are the same. 15% of Hispanic loan applicants were denied, compared with about 11% of white and 10% of Asian applicants with same credit scores. And that's Washington Post since you love numbers so much and I know you do love numbers. That's coming <laughs> not, from the Washington Post. That's 2023, not 1995. I can show you a study that that's, says the opposite. Let me ask you a question. Uh, yeah. Mr. Elder, uh, Donald Trump, Rudy Giuliani, and I'm pretty sure everybody who just caught a Rico with him in Georgia, they all had fathers and they still ended up in jail. How did that happen? Mm-hmm. <sighs> nobody said well, no, Nobody said if you have a father, you won't go to jail. Uh, and nobody said if you didn't uh, have a father, you were going to jail. My father never but guess what you did say. You did say that. You did say it. You did say it, motherfucker. So glad for the recordings, and I hope that they reflect on this um, Monday about this asshole. Black people, if you vote for him, we're going to have problems. I'm telling y'all that right now. He is not the solution. He is the fucking problem. And the fact that he's taking up for Trump... Knowing the shit that this motherfucker did. Uh Uh-uh. And you're talking about you don't care what he does. If you like... Motherfucker, all that shit matters. If you're fucking... Do I want a motherfucker that's racist? Clearly racist. Or have people... If he ain't racist, he have a lot of followers that's racist or misguided. Don't want him running for fucking president. And don't come at me and say, well, Biden, I don't fuck with Biden either. That's why I'm saying we need to create our own fucking party where people that's actually going to tell the truth to everybody and look out for everybody and make sure that it's really equal how everybody's treated. Do something. Hold these fucking police officers accountable for the bullshit, stupid bullshit that they've been doing. Like, oops, I did it again. Oops, I did it again. How many Britney, nothing against Britney Spears. Love you. You know what I'm saying? I'm just using that song to make a point. How many oops, I did it again type of shit are we going to allow to happen? Rodney King should have been it. Rodney King should have never even happened. But we allowed the George Floyd shit to happen. We allowed this to happen to to, uh, Nichols. We allowed that shit to happen to him. By us, by the finest, by the police's finest, the biggest gang in America, by a bunch of black men on the police force, on the motherfucking police force. Y'all should have asked this asshole about that. Let's go. My father never knew his biological father. He got thrown out of the house when he was eight, when he was 13 years old. Eighth grade dropout, Jim Crow South, Athens, Georgia. Uh, fast forward, my dad cleaned toilets, two full time jobs cleaning toilets when I was growing up. Went to night school to get his GED. And then after that, he went to night school to learn how to operate a small restaurant. 
Age of 47, my dad saves his nickels and dimes from his job, starts a small restaurant near downtown L.A. Fast forward, he retires in his 80s. He owned that restaurant. He owned property next door, plus the house that's still in our family. Not too shabby for somebody who did not know his biological father. It's not a death sentence. You still have choices. It's just much, much more difficult to raise a child on your own. Even Tupac Shakur said, I know for a fact... Tupac. Tupac, excuse me. <laughs> I, know for, I know for a fact, uh, had I had a father, I would have been more confident. I would have been more disciplined. End of quote. Well, how did all those white men end up in jail when they still had fathers? The Trumps and the Giuliani. I'm just asking, asking the question. How did they end up in jail? Because, uh, because, because, because some people commit crimes. No, sir. Uh-uh. Stop. My apologies for interrupting you earlier. I just couldn't stomach the answer that I knew you couldn't were going to say. Your couldn't stomach the answer. Yeah, I couldn't stomach because your actual answer to Trump uh, being what was happening him with the indictments, you actually said that the system was doing it. You said there was a two-tier system. This That's is right. your word. That's right. It was a two-tier system. So when it came to Trump, all of a sudden you now believe in this systematic thing that's happening to Trump. But then when it happened yeah, but it's to not- Black- mm, He's switching up too much. See, you can't trust somebody like this. You can't trust somebody like this. Let's go back to system, putting them in check. But it's not about race. It's not no, about race. I didn't race. ask you that. I asked you, remember I told, remember I made it easy for you and I took race out of it. Remember I said, I'm just talking about the system. I'm just well, talking about well, the system. If you want to ask me whether I believe Donald Trump is being treated the same way as Joe Biden and is being no, treated the same way that. as Hillary you, Clinton, all of these Mr. people Elder, are white. All these you, people are white. There's a double standard. Well, you Mr. Said, you Elder, said, you, you said, didn't hear my said, question. You said that they, you didn't hear my question. You said some people commit crimes. So you do believe that yeah. Trump, Giuliani, them, they committed a crime. I don't know. But you just said some people commit crime. I, I said some people committed a crime. I didn't say Donald Trump committed a crime. If you ask me specifically whether I believe Donald Trump committed a crime, no, no, I don't. I, asked I don't. You specifically about those people and why they ended up in jail and they, they all got fathers. Well, Donald Trump is not in jail. Well, he got indicted. Yeah, he got indicted. That's, 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 that's a far cry from being in jail. Mm. Well, well, why did he get indicted? Well, he got arrested, is what I'm well, saying. Well, he, he got He's in, going to get arrested. Uh, he got He's indi- been arrested. He, he got indicted, in my opinion, because uh, the uh, DOJ has a double standard. They let Hillary pass, for example. She clearly violated the Espionage Act by having an unsecured server in her basement. Uh, she paid for the Steele dossier. Uh, she so destroyed. She, dest- she destroyed thirty thousand uh, uh, emails that were under subpoena, and she got a wrist mm-hmm. slap. Uh, and Donald Trump is now being indicted. I think for the fourth time. It's, hey, it's unfair. Right. Black people, people, black people what, been telling y'all how corrupt the FBI is for a long time. And, and the FBI has been corrupt. Uh, there was COINTEL, uh, the, uh, right. the FBI. J. Edgar Hoover. Uh, uh, Hoover also uh, wiretapped MLK under Robert Kennedy, the, a, a Democrat uh, attorney, attorney General, Malcolm X. Lots of things. Right, right. And I find it interesting how the same people who criticize the FBI historically are now defending the FBI because they're going after Donald Trump. Oh, we're not defending that. I, I didn't we're say you were. I said oh. some of the same people. We're just looking and saying, damn, finally. What's your thoughts with, with, with Florida is, and you see that uh, they're trying to take our history out of these history books and not trying to teach our history? What's, what's your thoughts? I, I find it interesting that the Democrats are the ones complaining about Florida. This is a party of slavery, party of Jim Crow, the party of the KKK, the party of the Southern Manifesto, the party of, uh, of Dred Scott. The party that I said earlier destroyed the nuclear intact family and the party that is opposing school choice. And now they want to lecture Florida on um, making sure the proper history of, of slavery is taught. I don't, I don't know anybody who's defending slavery. Anybody. Not, not, well, Ron not, not Ron said. He's not defending. He, people, people benefited from slavery. Actually, you're talking about one well, line. Actually, actually, you're talking about actually, one line in about 127 pages of, of, uh, of, of uh, the study. And it is a line that was repeated almost verbatim in the associated uh, uh, in the advanced placement 
African-American course that the uh, DeSantis administration refused to use because of all the sexual stuff that was in it. It's basically the well, same sir. thing that was in the advanced placement African-American courses. And now oh, because wow. it's in that, all of a sudden uh, the, the uh, governor is accused of somehow defending slavery. He's not doing anything of the sort. What did you think well, about sir, that? Well, you, sir, you were actually one that defended slavery. Uh, in your comments, you said that, like it or not, slavery was legal it in was. response to reparation. So it, it's you that was defending slavery, correct? Uh, defending it and saying that it's illegal are two very different things. Slavery, 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 unfortunately. That was your response. That was your response to if reparations should if reparations well, I, should happen. So that, your that, response I, to that was like it or not, slavery was legal. And one would think that that was a defense on those who. Well, were well you would think it was a defense, but, yeah, but, it, but, it, but it is not a defense. Unfortunately, slavery has been part and parcel of human history from the very beginning. Asians enslaved. Asians. Not YMB shit. Gotta say something, let me talk. My brain is foggy, they hating on me, I'ma get it rain or storming. Whether I'm broke or poor, I'ma get it either or. Never I glorify that fight, we still up in that war. Never shall I prosper pushing pain, we programmed to the core. My people broken, we need to get back to how it was. Just because the whole world out here hating us. I say enough, cops will put you up in handcuffs. Beat you up. Then they with a fuck charge My brain is foggy, they hating on me I'ma get it rain or storming Whether I'm broke or poor, I'ma get it either or Never I glorify that fight, we still up in that war Never shall I prosper pushing pain, we programmed to the core My people broken, we need to get back to how it was Just because the whole world out here hating us I say enough, cops will put you up in handcuffs Beat you up, then they hit you with a false charge Boy you sick because you sitting behind steel bars Public defender ain't no winner so they going hard Another nigga been that trap The system wanting that I'm always the victor Shoot that sprinter She want that wood like splinter So that box I enter Busting like Glock We at the top My chain the icy rock I swim with them sharks And if you don't know That my flow would rip your style apart And to all you hoes I'm letting you know I will leave you with a broken heart But when that blunt spark My demons go away The news say A hundred bullets spray As the children play So as my soul cry We ask the Lord Why I can't fathom Tired going through This over repeated Pattern. Fuck, broke me, would've stuck you up Hungry for that money, like bitch, what the fuck What? Like give it up Don't know where I'm headed, I'm just tired of living my life for sin I'ma keep rolling, I just wanna see my niggas win Whole lot of drugs up in my body, got a nigga gone When I'm stressed, I want the whole world to leave me alone Just leave me alone Just leave me alone We're going to go back with no further delay. Not be poor. If you don't follow that formula, there's a good chance you will be. You know, uh, the first GOP debate is coming up. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, you, you didn't qualify, and I saw you right. Well, you didn't say it. You, I, I've, not, I've not yet not qualified. It's not until August 21. Oh, okay. Well, I saw you right in the op-ed that the Republican National Committee has rigged the rules of the game by instituting a set of criteria that right. is uh, so 
uh, onerous. What is it? Onerous. O- onerous. onerous mm-hmm. I, mis- I mispronounced Tupac, so you mispronounced onerous. That's right. So, 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 so we're even. <laughs> you are really fatty, Mister. And poorly designed that only establishment <clears throat> billionaire candidates are guaranteed to be on stage. Mm-hmm. Explain to us why that uh, system hurts people. Well. I ran for governor of California. I got 3.5 million votes. It seems to me that made me credible. The RNC is requiring us to have 1% or 40,000 individual donors. In 2020, the DNC required you to have 1% or a certain number of donors for reasons that I don't quite understand. The RNC is requiring you to have, have both of them. One of the candidates in this race is a multimillionaire. And he's offered a $20 gift certificate if you give $1. Another one is offering a free, air quotes, country western concert if you give $1. Another one is giving you a commission uh, if you are a prospective donor to go out and get other prospective donors. It seems to me that corrupts the whole process. I'm doing it the old-fashioned way, Charlamagne. I'm asking people to support me and go to my website, LarryElder.com, and give me at least $1. If I get $1 from 40,000 individuals, I will be up on that stage in Milwaukee on August 23. And when I get up there, game on, hold my beer. So why is this system, so would you, is this system holding you back? Ahead, would you say it's a system holding you back? I, I, I would say it's unfair. It seems to me this early, uh, the, the voters ought to decide this. I mean, in 2016, there were 17 or 18 Republican candidates. Now there's 13. Uh, somehow, some way, our republic survived, and we could survive with 13 candidates. I don't know why they have all this rule to uh, to, uh, to uh, eliminate certain people at this yeah, point. Those systems, but, but rather than... Those systems can hold you back no matter but, how but rather, hard you work, but, right? But, no, I'm going to say, but rather than whine about it, my goal is to get on as many shows as I can, like yours, mm-hmm. urge people to go to Larry com. give at least $1, even if you want somebody else. Don't you think it's wise for us to talk about the epidemic of fatherlessness, the lie that America remains systemic racism, systemically racist, uh, and the need for school choice? 13 public high schools in Baltimore, 0% of the kids can do math at grade level. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. 53 public high schools in Chicago, 0% of the kids can do math at grade level. Meanwhile, the Democratic Party is opposed to school choice, while the party elites, whether it's Barack Obama or Gavin Newsom or, or Joe Biden, have their own kids in private school. It is wrong, and we need to talk about that. Mm. Larry Elder, why would... Why would- Somebody from our community vote for you, or why should they vote for you? Why should a black person vote for you? Because I'm telling the truth, and the truth oftentimes is unpleasant. Uh, it's not pleasant for me to be called the black face of white supremacy, as the LA Times did. It's not pleasant for me to be accused of being anti-black, as Tavis Smiley once called me, because I, I don't support reparations. By the way, Barack Obama never supported reparations. Nobody called him anti-black. We need to talk about what's going on. What's going on is the breakdown of the family. And most of the things we complain about downstream, whether it's crime or whether it's bad schools, the genesis is the breakdown of the nuclear intact family. Family and we don't talk enough about it. Do you agree that our community is hit harder with a lot of things that you just said, whether it is racism, whether it is getting loans, whether nope. it is getting entrepreneurship, whether it is education, whether it is all those things? You do understand that and agree with I, that, I, I do, but much of it is either self-inflicted or because of policies that we have supported. Democrats that we have supported. I wrote a book called, it's coming out in uh, in October, it's called As Goes California, My Mission to Rescue the Golden State and Save the Nation. It's about the one-party rule in California. California has super majorities of Democrats in the Senate and in the House. And as a result, our schools are working, are near the bottom. People are leaving California for the very first time. We have the highest uh, state income tax in the country. The average price of a home in California costs 175% above the national average, all because of these left-wing policies that are hurting the very people, black and brown people living in their city that people on the left claim that they care about. Do you think slavery was self-inflicted? Or do you think Jim Crow segregation was self-inflicted? Or do you think, you know... Slavery was self-inflicted. Of course, it wasn't self-inflicted, but but uh, but, but there are a lot of a lot of people have bloody hands in slavery. Mm -hmm. For example, slavery could not have existed had it not been for African chieftains who were selling black slaves captured 
uh, in battle or captured through raids and selling them to European and Arab slavers. It could not have could not have existed without that. So everybody has dirty hands here. That's why reparations is such a foolish thing. If you're going to get reparations from the five percent or so of white people that have some sort of generational connection to slavery, and that's all there is, then you need to go back to Africa uh, and get money from African countries uh, that were involved in the slave trade and the and in the Arab slave trade. And by the way, the Arab slave trade was even worse than European slave trade. Ninety percent rate of attrition often making men and women walk on barefoot across the Sahara, and the men were castrated, uh, only about okay, five... Okay, so, 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 so if they go after the money from the other countries, then would you agree that it would be okay to go after the money from America? Is that your problem? When are you going to stop with this? Everybody has no, a grievance. I just asked the same question. I'm answering your question. There, no, there, there's no end, the there, there'll be no end to this, because slavery has okay, been part of human history from the very beginning. Okay, now, I've let you talk. Sir, I've let you talk. And every time I talk, you begin to talk and then you say, let you finish. So I asked you a very simple question. You said, if you're going to go after it in America, go after it in Africa. So if we all agree to go after it in Africa, will you then agree to go after it in America? It's just a simple question. No, yes no, or no? no I won't because it's a waste of time. We ought to be spending our okay, time no on, on education. Okay, you, okay, okay. You told me that, that I cut you off. Then I tried to answer your question. You won't let me finish. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Thank you. It's a waste of time. We ought to be talking about working hard, investing in ourselves. Right now, as we speak, there are Haitians uh, in Haiti lining up for a lottery to come into this country. Why? Because it is the land of the free and the home of the brave. You can go from nothing. Land of the free and home of the brave. Bullshit. And we are old recreation. The people, the survivors that are left during the Black Wall Street Tulsa, any of those places, that money is owed to them. And that's not through slavery. And all the hard labor that black people had put in the cotton field, building the fucking White House, building all the shit, yes, they deserve that money. And even though there were fucking black slave owners, the white man was still in charge of that. So let's not, let's cut the shit. Let's cut the shit and, and get straight down to the nitty gritty. Okay. This motherfucker is going around everything that this young lady, that this woman is saying. And I don't like that. Everything that they saying. They're never going to give us back what they what they owe. So, yes, unfortunately, we're going to have to do what we have to do, as always, to survive by any means necessary, as Malcolm X would say. But this, it, it is what it is. Nothing to something faster in America than any other country in all of human history. We ought to be talking about that. Let me just one more point. 1997, Time Magazine and CNN hooked up together to do a poll on what black teenagers and white teenagers felt about racism. And both of them were asked, is racism a major problem in America? Both of them said yes. But then Time and CNN asked this question of the, of the black teenagers. Is racism a big problem, a small problem, or no problem in your own daily life? This is 1997. 
89% of them said small problem or no problem in my own daily life. In fact, twice as many blacks said failure to take advantage of available opportunities is a bigger problem than racism. That was 1997. Twice, 1997. Look it up. It's 2023, though. You think America's more racist now after the election and re-election of Barack Obama than it was in 1997? Yes, because of the election of... Uh MAGA, Donald Trump, 100%. Yes. Really? Oh, absolutely. Well, how is yes, really, motherfucker. Why couldn't I be on this show? Why couldn't I be on this show? <laughs> Stupid motherfucker, man. Where the fuck you been? Where the fuck have you been? Like, I don't know, man. Like, when people... I argue with this guy at the job, too, man. He's so used to being in the world that he's in, he don't see nothing else. So when they say they don't see color, they when they say stupid shit like that, they really don't see color because they're so used to being in their world that they don't really give a fuck about us and they don't see it. And then they, I don't think you should talk unless you know what's going on in the world. Now, him being a black man, like, he should be aware of all that. You talk about running for president and you sounding stupid. Ain't no ain't no real black person going to vote for you. Somebody that's lost. And there's a saying that I always say, it's, it's, it's not really for me. But if you don't stand for something, you fall for anything. And that's what's going on. So, we really got to pay attention to what's going on or we're going to be left out. And, um... They're going to try to make it hard for me to vote, but um, with me moving or wherever I'm moving to, but I'm still going to make sure that I'm, I'm able to vote for, for myself, for myself, for my family and my ancestors that couldn't vote, that were killed for trying to vote, that were killed for trying to read. I'm doing this for them because this is bullshit. This is straight bullshit, man. I'm I'm not gonna vote for this guy. I'm just not. How is it? How is it, uh, Charlemagne, that Donald Trump got eight percent of the black vote in uh, in 2016? He got 12 percent in 2020, a 50 percent increase. He got 20 percent of the black male vote in 2020. Uh, if MAGA is racist, how do you explain that that Donald Trump substantially increased the percentage of black votes Republican Party? Because they stupid. They stupid. That's why they don't know no better. They don't know no better. Don't 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 get it twisted. A lot of us are brainwashed, okay? So don't try to don't try to sit there and make and even if let me say like this, even if Trump is not racist, his voters some of his voters are racist and some of them are fucking confused, some of them are fucked up. Okay, and let's let's just be very clear about that. Don't be stupid. Don't try to insult our intelligence. Already got. Sometimes people make. Points. So why are you running against Trump, oh, then, Mr. Elder? Yes, yeah, I'm not. I'm not running against him. I'm running against Biden Harris. Any one of the Republican nominees we have would be better than what we have right now. I'm not running against him. I'm running to put forth the issues I just now mentioned that I've been talking about for the last few minutes. You know, I mm -hmm. want to ask you about that. You know, after four indictments, 91 criminal charges, don't you think it would behoove the Republican Party to move on from Donald Trump? I think that the voters in the primary will make that decision. 
What do you think, though? I have no problem with with uh, that Donald Trump did an extraordinary job uh, as president, especially for black people. Best econ- he did extraordinary job. Motherfucker, speak for yourself, okay? Ah, oh, man, why couldn't I be on that show? I'll put this motherfucker in check real quick. He speak for yourself. The economy was not that great. And people got to remember, um, okay, we, we, during the pandemic, some of us had to work. Most of us didn't have to work. I received a nice check. And some people would say that's courtesy of Donald Trump. He's about money. He's about money. So I I ain't surprised. The companies had to do what they had to do, right? Because they had to shut it down because of this pandemic. Yeah, you heard me right. I said pandemic. I didn't say pandemic. So a lot of people. And he let, you know, pardon me. He let certain people out. He let the death row people um, the, the person that put death row together, he let him out. He let a couple other people out. Um, so somebody asked that question too. Why when, when president Trump got elected, why did we stop liking him? Cause black people used to love Donald Trump. You see all the celebrities with him. I'm going by what people saying. I ain't saying that cause I ain't never, you know what I'm saying? I just thought he was a funny guy or whatever. I thought he was fucking funny. I never really took him serious like that. A lot of people would put him in their raps and, you know, or make a point or whatever. A lot of, you know, he was around a lot of the celebrities that we like. But that was to make him look popular. That was to, you know, that was a celebrity shit. Trump was a celebrity. He was he wasn't built to be a president, but his ignorance is what this country is based off of. His ignorance is what this country is based off. Of. His ignorance is what this country is based off of. So they loved him when he said, "Let's make America great again." For black people, America has never been great for us. Never. And this asshole going to sit here and talk about he this was good. This was great. Now, nah, everything was fucked up. We got that money. That was, you know what I'm saying? That was chill. That was chill. But it was fucked up. It was fucked up. I thought we were going to go to war. I thought we were going to be shut down. I thought we were going to be locked down for good. You know, it looked bad. And then the whole shit that, that happened at, uh, you know, at, uh, that had nothing to do with us. That happened at Capitol Hill. That had nothing to do with us. We're going to reclaim our country back. A country that you stole, you're going to reclaim back. A country that you stole, you're going to reclaim back. If you don't sit your mother. See, that's why a lot of them are getting caught. They have to do something about it. The system, is as the sister was saying, the system had to do something about it. That's why Trump is dealing, he, he's got arrested. He's got, you know, they ain't showing that. You know what I'm saying? They ain't telling the truth. But let's finish hearing what this clown is, is going to say. 
economy ever. He did something about the borders. The people that are most hurt because of porous borders are black people living in the inner city because most of the illegal aliens have little or no education. They end up living in the inner city. They compete against uh, black people with high school or less for jobs. Mm -hmm. There are about a million fewer black people working than than who, who would otherwise be working if it weren't for illegal alien labor. And illegal alien labor, according to a study done by the Civil Rights Commission, puts downward pressure to the tune of almost $2,000 per year in the salaries of black people living in the inner city. And Donald Trump gave us the most secure border we ever had. He also supported school choice. He also did the, the First Step Act, which allowed about 5,000 uh, mostly black men with long criminal uh, sentences, nonviolent, to have their sentences reduced an average of 70 months per. Uh, he pardoned Jack Johnson, the first black heavyweight champion. Even Barack Obama didn't do that. Yeah, he think, did an I extraordinary think, job for black people. I think you're innocent until proven guilty, but I feel like <clears throat> President Biden had four indictments, 91 criminal charges, uh, you know, President Obama. He did an extraordinary job for black people. This guy is funny as hell. He's fucking hilarious. Speak for yourself, man. For real. Speak for yourself. He didn't do no extraordinary job. I have four indictments, 91 criminal charges. Y'all would be telling them that they need to step aside and they shouldn't be running for president. Well, I wouldn't vote for Barack Obama or for Joe Biden in any case, no matter whether he had indictments or no indictments. I don't vote for tax and regulate liberals. Um, you're a conservative, right? Obviously. No question. What, what initially made you gravitate towards being a conservative? I think it was my father. My father was a lifelong Republican, and my father always told my brothers and me the following. Democrats want to give you something for nothing. When you try to get something for nothing, you almost always end up getting nothing for something. And my dad, I told you about his background. He told my brothers and me that hard work wins. You get out of life what you put into it. You cannot control the outcome, Larry, but you are 100% in control of the effort. Before you moan or groan about what somebody did or said to you, go to the nearest mirror, look at it, and ask yourself, what could I have done to change the outcome? And finally, Charlemagne, my dad, told me, my brothers and me this. No matter how hard you work, how good you are, sooner or later, bad stuff is going to happen to you. How you deal with those bad things will tell your mother and me if we raised a man. I wrote a book about my father's life. It's called Dear Father, Dear Son, Two Lives, Eight Hours. It's about an eight-hour conversation he and I had uh, where at the beginning of the conversation I thought my dad was harsh he, he spanked us too often he, we had a we had a belt in those days uh, from the south you spank kids uh, and I thought my dad was way too harsh and we had an eight hour eight hour conversation and by the time we ended my dad got bigger and bigger and bigger and Larry Elder got smaller and smaller and smaller and I apologized to him and it's a book that that's changed a lot of people's lives it's called as I said your father dear son two lives eight hours the paperback is called a lot like me same book but it's cheaper can you honestly say this is the Republican Party that you grew up on this modern-day GOP yes uh, the Republican Party pretty much has always stood for low taxes low regulation uh, 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 peace through strength not strength through peace and strong borders and still does and, and when Donald Trump is gone, and he will be gone, even if he gets reelected, the day after he gets reelected, he's a lame duck, the party will still go on. The principles will still go on. However, I do believe that uh, many people in our party uh, have, have uh, spent and spent and spent so that Ronald Reagan, my favorite president, when he entered the Oval Office, Charlemagne, uh, when he left, the government was bigger. It got bigger under George Herbert Walker Bush. It got bigger under W. It got bigger under Donald Trump. And the only way to restrain spending is with an amendment to the Constitution to fix spending to a certain percentage of the GDP with exception for war and for natural disaster. Otherwise, we're going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Let me use the word unsustainable. That's the word Barack Obama used to describe the so-called entitlements. Uh, unsustainable was a word that Bill Clinton used to describe them. But nothing happens because if you run claiming you're going to reform Social Security or Medicare, the other side is going to accuse you of not caring about the sick, the poor, the elderly, and you are going to lose elections. That's why government gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So we need a law to restrain spending. Otherwise, it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And for young people like you, uh, these programs are not going to be there. Mr. Elder, uh, I, I know a lot of black conservatives, and, and I, I 
I completely agree about the black family. I, I don't think anybody here objects to that. Don't I disagree just, about that at all. I, I think when you talk about ideology and then you mix in parties and then personalities, it gets kind of confusing. And, you know, you mention yourself not to moan and groan, you know, that as long as you work hard, all is well. And I think where the conflict is coming in is you did moan and groan about how the Republicans treated you. You did moan and groan about Governor Newsom and, uh, you know, asking for a recall. You did not leave that up to the voters. You are moaning and groaning when it comes to Donald Trump and how he's being treated. So it just seems to be a hypocrisy. And I don't know if the message would land a little bit better if there was some fairness across the board uh, on Democrats and Republicans. I'm an independent, by the way, and I think both parties are trash. And I think all of us here, you know, see both sides. And that's the part that's just not landing for me. There seems to be an unfairness on both sides with you. Well, not too surprisingly, I don't agree with your analysis. How is it that I did not leave the recall to the voters? What do you mean by that? What do you, you said? Say you said again? you said I didn't leave the recall to the voters. No, I no, said, no. I said you moaned and groaned about it. You you said it should be recalled, correct? Correct. I said Gavin Newsom should have been recalled. Yes. Right. That's moaning and groaning. Well, actually, it's taking advantage of what's in the California Constitution, which is when a certain percentage of voters sign a petition to recall a politician, uh, there can be a recall vote, and there was one, as there was in 2003. We recalled a governor then, and there was in 2021 when I attempted to recall Gavin Newsom. That's part of our democratic process in California. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. We we agree with that. I'm going to your statement when you said rather than moan about it. A little while ago, you said rather than moan about it, I'm just going to keep doing the hard work and. So I'm just saying that technically is moaning well, about it because I, the I governor's the side. So that's my point, sir. I don't follow. I don't follow exactly what you're saying. I really don't. It's okay. I, I don't okay. expect you to. Yeah, but it's, I'm, it's I'm, one I'm, moment. I'm a little, I'm a little slow one sometimes. Moment, one moment. Yeah, we get it. Yeah. One moment you're complaining <laughs> about the system, and the next minute you're saying the system is is fair. The next minute you're saying it's not fair. So that's what I'm saying. There just seems to be a double standard on you and the system, not wanting to be accountable for a system that do, black do people I, are not do, in charge of. By the way, do I? Of not wanting to hold both sides accountable when it comes to the system. Do I believe Hillary was treated differently? and Joe Biden treated differently than Donald Trump is being treated? Yes, I do. Is that an indictment about whether or not America is systemically racist? No, it is not. Those are two, they're, they're two, two totally different, two different things. things. Yes, you're yes, you're trying are. to merge the two, but they're two totally different things. I agree with you. The two different things. No, no, we're agreeing. We're agreeing. They're two different things. We're agreeing. No, we're agreeing the two different things. We're not agreeing that there's not systematic racism because we're not in charge of the system, sir. In case you okay, unfamiliar, okay, all right, all right. Can we, can we? Black can people we, have never been in charge of any system. Well, we're not actually, in charge of actually, 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 we have been. Take no. She's absolutely right. Black people have never been in charge of any system. And if he's even going to disagree with her, <laughs> I'm already telling you, I ain't voting for him. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why he's trying to give her a hard time. He's, he's, I mean, he's, he cut off, um, DJ Envy. He's trying to, you know what I mean? Him and Charlemagne kind of going back and forth, but him and the sister, they're going back and forth because he don't want to respect nothing he say. He don't got respect for, he seemed like he don't got respect for black women. I don't even know, like, I don't know what his problem is, but I don't really like the way he's coming at her. That's why she's coming right back at him. You know what I'm saying? But she's coming back. He's not answering any of her questions. I don't know if he's trying to be funny or what. And it's just irking me so much right now 
Hey, Baltimore. No, we're, no, we've never been in charge may, of. May these, I finish? Any, no, tell me what financial system are black people in okay, charge of? Let, what take, healthcare system are black people in charge of? What government system are black people I'm, in charge I'm, I'm of? I'm ready to tell what you. Prison system are back, I'm, no, I'm, black. No, black people. I'm ready to tell you. I'm not talking about mayors. I already know that talk, talking point, sir. I go on Fox News all the time as well. So let's not let's not go there with that. I said, what system have we created? Goodness. Have we implemented that we have been in charge of? Name one. Is this why you don't like talking to black women, Larry Elder? Wow. Um, Baltimore, <laughs> uh, Freddie Gray, a few years ago. No, no, ago. no. That's mayors. I'm not talking. I said system. I'm Remember going to like tell you system. about this system if you allow me to finish my point. I'm not talking about somebody elected and doing a job, sir. I asked what system did we create? What financial? Okay, let's talk about the system of one yeah, of the largest. Let him, let him say his point, thank you. Sir. One of the systems of one of the largest uh, uh, cities in America, Baltimore. Uh, Freddie Gray died in police custody a few years ago. Uh, the mayor was black. The head of the police department was black. Number two. Uh, it's not police, in charge of the system. But go ahead. Number two person in charge of the police department was black. All Still of, not in all, charge of the all system. city council, Democrats, majority black. Six, Still not in charge of the system. Wow. Six, That's a six officers charged, three of them were black. A judge before whom two of the officers tried their case, found him not guilty, was black. Still uh, not the, in charge of the, the system. The uh, city uh, uh, intendant of public schools was black. The county superintendent of public schools is black. Uh, the attorney general at the time, Loretta Lynch, is black, as was the president of the United States, was black. And yet... Still not in charge of the system. So I asked you a simple question, well, sir. Well, Wanda Sykes said uh, when, when, uh, when Barack Obama got elected, how are you going to complain about the man when you are the man? Now, from the president to the attorney general to the state attorney uh, to the mayor to the head of the police department uh, to the commission of the schools in the city and in the county uh, to the majority of city council in that city, all of them are black. And you're still saying that we don't run anything? So who's in charge of the No, no, no. I, I said who created the system. I didn't say we didn't run anything. I, I challenged a lot of those black leaders, by the way. I said who, when we talk about the system, who, what black people have been in charge of any system? I'm not talking about a position. I'm not talking about a mayor. You know good oh, so well you're, you're basically saying that they're just so, they're black faces that are still in correct. those positions, so, but they're so, still correct. being part Similar of Similar to you, Mr. So, Elder, so, you're so, a black face in, in a position in the conservative movement. They're they're just the same. They're just on the other side. I'm talking so about then, so then, so then, so then when Martin Luther King said in 1966, I believe there could be a black president uh, in about 40 years' time, then it really doesn't matter whether there's one or isn't. No, it, it's, it, it's yeah, one. It, nothing, it, nothing changes. He, he was, he was well, naive. The system he was naive also then. killed him as well. The, well, we know that the FBI and the CIA also killed him. That system. You realize that, correct? Wow. An individual. No, don't say wow. You know what happened. The system killed him, just like she just said. The system killed him. The FBI. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't. He got shot at the balcony, right? But now, you know, years later, you hear that he got suffocated while he was in the hospital. By the powers that be, of course, make sure he's completely out of his misery. He doesn't survive. Um, yeah, this guy is unbelievable, man. Not in a good way. Individual killed him. Right. That was also a part of Pro Hotel through the system. Correct? Uh, not correct. Hotel Pro. Not, not, not correct. So killed. the FBI didn't have anything to do with it. The CIA didn't have anything to do with yeah, it. Yeah, Hoover was definitely on Martin's ass. Like, come on. I, did, I didn't say he wasn't. Oh. Uh, Robert Kennedy is the one that approved the wiretaps. But to say that the FBI killed him, I mean, what's your evidence of that? Oh no, I, yeah, that's, I, that's a pretty I, serious I, I charge. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Pretty serious charge. Yeah. Serious charge yeah, requires serious about the evidence. Yeah. What is your Mr. enforcement LB, law you? proposal? Okay. 
Uh, it is to uh, allow states to set up commissions of retired judges and retired DAs to get rid of these soft on crime George Soros back DAs that are allowing a bunch of bad people on the streets or not charging bad people to the full extent of the law. And the people, that, by and large, that are hurt by these people are the very black and brown people living in the inner city. Mm. There's a um, uh, Larry Krasner is a uh, George Soros back DA in Philadelphia. He's been impeached, but this Philadelphia state Senate wouldn't even take up the case. We've had two attempts to repeal a soft on crime DA in L.A. County, uh, and uh, it, it hasn't gone through yet. Uh, we've got a bunch of, in my opinion, this guy, Alvin Bragg, uh, he ran promising to get Donald Trump. And when he got in, he said the evidence wasn't there. And then one of the former DAs writes a book, accuses uh, Bragg of giving uh, Donald Trump a pass. And all of a sudden, he brings counts against Donald Trump. I think it's unfair. Do you think members of your party are leaning toward fascism? Define fascism. Define fascism. I mean, the rejection of democracy, the rule of law and equal rights under the law in favor of a, a strong man, Donald Trump, who interprets the popular will. Uh, no, I don't. Uh, there was a long article about uh, Barack Obama by one of my uh, mentors. His name is Thomas Sowell. He's an economist. He's a black conservative, still alive, around 95 years old. And he wrote a piece in which he said a lot of people call uh, people like Barack Obama socialist. Socialism is government ownership of the means of production. Mm -hmm. Fascism is when the government allows you to own means of production, but government tells you what to do. And he said, frankly, technically, people like Barack Obama are fascists. That is to say, these are left-wing people telling you how to run your business, telling you what to sell, telling you what you can't sell. For example, in California, we have a governor named Gavin Newsom who recently said by the year 2035, no more sale of new gas-powered cars. How dare you? Uh, most people don't want an EV. They like their own gasoline-powered cars, but now you're telling car dealerships they can't even sell them? What do you call that? But what about, you know, uh, when they, you tell women what to do with their bodies? Well, that is a moral issue. I happen to be pro-life, and I believe that, uh, um, that abortion is a sin. That's not telling women what to do with their body. That's expressing my opinion about whether or not it is right or it is wrong. For example, there is a guy right now behind bars in Philadelphia named Dr. Kermit Gosnell. Mm -hmm. He is an abortion doctor who performed late-term abortions. When I ask people who consider my position to be extreme, I ask them, tell me at what point do you believe pregnancy has gone so far that to terminate the unborn would be would be homicide, and almost nobody will give you an answer. Uh, so in other words, what you're really telling me then is this guy, Dr. Kermit Gosnell, should be set free. He's a political prisoner. He was persecuted unfairly. If you won't, if you won't tell me when you think at what point a pregnancy uh, cannot uh, be terminated unless it's, unless, unless it's homicide, uh, then to me you're essentially allowing women to, to kill the unborn no matter how old that unborn is. And I, and I think that's wrong. The other thing, Charlemagne, real quickly on this issue, It'd be one thing if the pro-life community was not talking the talk and walking the walk. But there are literally thousands of pregnancy centers all over America, whether it's funding for uh, adoption services, funding for housing, funding for education, funding for job training, uh, to let women know they have alternatives. And every state will decide this. The government shouldn't be passing some sort of law one way or the other regarding abortion. Every state's going to decide that. I'm in California, which is a deep blue state. There have been two initiatives to restrict abortion. I voted in favor of them. I was overwhelmingly defeated. Uh, and when abortion has been put on the ballot in recent years, uh, the people that wanted abortion restrictions have lost. Mm -hmm. The American people pretty much have said first-term abortions, they want them to be legal. Late-term abortions, they don't want them to be legal. I happen to disagree with that, but I'm willing to live in a society that has a different point of view than that I have on this issue. Can you have a real democracy if you're taking away people's power of choice? If you're taking away people's power to choose, 
and not giving them any options. Well, if you consider it to be a, if you consider it to be a crime uh, that abortion is a sin, in my opinion, you're not taking people's right to choose. You're making a moral statement about what's right and what's wrong. I mean, there's a lot of sins, though. Sex before marriage is a sin. I'm sure you did some of that. Uh, as for the sins of my past, either the Lord has forgiven me or, or the statute of limitations well, has, has, has run out. I'm making a joke about that. A lot, a lot of people, of course, make mistakes, yeah. yes. Okay. And I think that people uh, should deal with the consequences of their actions. And, and if you uh, let people know their consequences to their actions, it will inform their actions and make them behave more responsibly. Any, anytime you allow bad behavior to continue, you're going to get more bad behavior, whether that's... So how does that apply to tra President Trump then? Because you said that was a two-tier si system that... Because um, I don't, I, I don't, so I don't believe... I don't believe Donald Trump... You don't he, think he did anything? I, I don't think he did anything wrong. No, I don't. I believe that he complained okay. about the election the same way Hillary did. Hillary, for four years, referred to the 2016 elections having been stolen her word, not mine. She called Donald Trump illegitimate. Her word, not mine. Uh, Jay Johnson, who's Obama's DHS secretary, testified under oath that not a single vote tally was changed by the Russians. They tried, but they failed to change a single vote tally. 66% of Democrats believe the Russians changed vote tallies to get Donald Trump elected, even though Jay Johnson testified under oath not a single one was changed. That's the damage that people like Hillary and former President Jimmy Carter uh, and Stacey Abrams and Hakeem Jeffries and others have said for years referring to Donald Trump as illegitimate. A greater percentage of Democrats believe 2016 was stolen than we feel that way about 2020, but yet nobody calls them election deniers and nobody accuses them of undermining our republic. And they're not undermining our republic. They're complaining about an election. You have a right to do so. I know, I know you probably got to go. Uh, you know, <coughs> have you ever heard of the term a uh, nigga wake up call? No. It is an incident where a person of color forgets that they are of color and are reminded rather brutally by an unexpected act of rape. And that is you. That is you. All the way. Larry Elder. That is you all the way. You need a Negro wake up call. I'm going to say it a little nicely. A lot of y'all ain't going to understand what we saying. Because a lot of y'all don't have that problem within, you know, with your people. You never heard a Asian wake-up call, white wake-up call. But back in the days, if, if, you, if you had love for everybody or happened to be a black person, they would call you a nigga lover. So that's my way to break it down to y'all is when some of us forget who we are. You forget about the struggle. You forget about that's the whole, you know, people have a problem with the so-called people saying they woke. All being woke is is just being aware of everything that's going on. And that's all that means. Some people asleep. Some people need to wake up. I know y'all seen. Um, what was Spike Lee's movie? Do the right. No, I don't think it was. It wasn't do the right thing. It was school days when he said, wake up. Everybody wakes up. There was a situation where. They were saying this and every everybody that was saying had this complaint about this person. They were beside the people that they so-called don't like. So we're saying to people like him and a lot of other people need to wake up. And you can't educate us on something when you're being misled or you're, or you're not, you know, 
aware of what's going on or you're delusional or brainwashed. I like to use the word brainwashed because I like think a lot of us that talk crazy like him and um, obviously Kansas Owens are brainwashed. Are supporting this man but you're gonna dog us out you're gonna dog your own people out you see all the wrong this man's doing or maybe you don't but you but you praise him i'm with i'm i'm an independent too i was a democrat i would have even been a republican if the right person came in there that's that's just me i don't i don't claim to be any type of party whoever i feel at the time that's who i'm voting for but right now i ain't feeling none of them racism have you ever had any of those i'm just asking well i'm acutely aware Charlemagne, that i'm a black person just as you are a black person and when uh, joe biden insulted you by saying mm -hmm. you ain't really black we don't know whether or not you want to vote for me or vote for donald trump uh, it seems to me that should have been a wake-up call on your part. How dare this guy come in here and insult you, a black man, and tell you you got to think a certain kind of way? I'm amazed that you weren't mad about that. Um, I didn't, I'm not going to say I, it upset me, just like I'm not letting you upset me. You know what I mean? I don't tend to get upset over things like well, that. But what I did say... Well, well you just not, not talk about, about a nigger wake-up call, and it seemed to me that that should have been a wake-up call on your part to have a white guy come in here who also said, by the way, uh, uh, about Mitt Romney... Um, uh, yeah. Uh, one thing I got to say with this um, this guy here is that, yeah, he should have not been allowed to get away with saying something stupid like that. He should have never got away with saying, see, that's when I lost. I lost respect for Biden then when he said that. And then you go back to his past, how everybody like I'm looking at how they were treating those kids that were accused of raping this white woman and they were saying they should be executed trump said they should be executed uh what's uh what's that hillary was calling them sexual predators all of them had something and he did the um three strike thing biden did the three strike thing like it fucked a lot of people's life up a lot of innocent people went to jail over that so we gotta pay attention man that's what we mean by being woke, man. Pay attention what the fuck is going on. All of them are fucked up. You know, and I know people that voted for Trump, man. So I'm kind of looking at y'all a little funny, too. You know what I'm saying? Because he wasn't for black people. He was not for fucking black people. So y'all was worried about more of yourself than anything. Um, but it is what it is, man. But I ain't voting for this motherfucker. That's for sure. Uh, uh, because he didn't want to put more regulations on Wall Street, going to put y'all back in chains. And Joe Biden had lied for decades about his civil rights record, claiming that he desegregated movie theaters and restaurants in, in Wilmington, Delaware, when he didn't any didn't do any of that. He lied and said that he tried to visit Nelson Mandela during apartheid South Africa. He did not. And he came in here and told you you aren't even black and let you think a certain kind of way. It seemed to me that should have been a nigga wake-up call for you, but it wasn't, apparently. Yeah, I mean, you know, for the record, I'm not a Democrat or Republican. I, I, I didn't think, say you were. I, yeah, I think both. I don't know what you are. I, I never yeah. even asked you about your party affiliation. Yeah, I think I'm just saying, you, but you are black. And, and to have a white guy come in here and tell you you have to say, uh, think a certain kind of what? I hate to say it, but he has a point on that. They should have put his ass in check. 
This is the problem with them. They still can get away with saying shit to us, man. Every time they say something out of line, we should be putting their ass in check real quick. Real fucking quick. Like, what's her name talking about? I eat hot sauce. I don't give a fuck if you eat hot sauce or whatever. What are you doing for the black people? Fuck all that shit, man. Don't tell And don't tell me as a white guy, if I don't do this, or if I don't think this way, then I'm not, I'm not really black. You ain't black, motherfucker. Don't ever, like, I don't know, man. Like, we be letting a lot of shit slide. We be letting a lot of shit slide. And that's how these motherfuckers get by on us, man. If one of us say some shit like that, we be ready to kill each other. But this motherfucker say that, and it's like, Charlemagne, I mean, like, they should have checked his ass. That's one point that I'm going to say he made. That's one point I'm going to say he made. And that's it. The way otherwise you quote ain't black. Wow. How should I have replied to him? You think what I just now said, how dare you insult me and tell me I, I think as, as a human being, let alone as a black person. I don't tell you how to think, Joe Biden. How dare you come in here and tell me how, to, how I, I, I should think. I'm going to vote for Donald Trump if I want to vote for Donald Trump. And, and if I want to vote for Donald Trump, it does not make me not black. 20% of black people, black men, as I said, voted for Donald Trump in 2020. Are they not black now? Oh, God. Now, see, no, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're not. I don't respect them. I don't respect them for voting for that guy. So, no. They're sellouts. They're coons. They're all that, man. Like, I don't... There's no way. And I'm saying this as a black man. There's no way that any of us that's black should be voting for Donald Trump. None of us. Because he's not for us. He's not for us. He's not for us. You know? Even though he got some people out of jail... Um, so people are going to give him that people are going to, you know, give him that and say, yeah, look what he did. Obama didn't do that. Biden didn't do that. He know what he's doing. He know exactly what he's doing. Trump is sounds stupid and crazy, but he know what he's doing. And that's how he gets the black vote. Because he make it seem like everything's all right. He know how to, you know what I'm saying? He's a salesman, even though he. His business was kind of fucked up, but he still knows how to sell shit. He knows how to sell bullshit, and that's what he's doing. Now, so only 80% of black people, black men walking around are really black, 20% are not, because they voted for Donald Trump. How insulting is that? How condescending is that? Mm. I, I mean... You're probably right, but I didn't take it in that way. As well, I, I said, did. As I said to him in that moment, you know, it's just about me wanting something for my people. And I want to know what is he going to do for my people. And not only for my people now, how are you going to atone for the things you've done to my people? Right. That's it. Right. And this is a guy, uh, Joe Biden, who, when he first got into the Senate, hung out with segregationists, talked about how well, he, how well he got along with them, uh, talked about how he didn't want integration because of a jungle. Uh, this guy has made all sorts of insulting things to black people, and his policies right now are hurting black people. Inflation hurts the people at the bottom more than anything else. Letting a bunch of illegal aliens under, into the border are hurting black people more than anybody else, as I said earlier. He opposes uh, school choice when he has his own kids in private school. And we lost a year, almost two years of in-school education in California because of COVID that he supported. I mean, this guy has done 
monstrous things to black people, and then for him to come in here and tell you how you ought to think as a black person, it blew my mind. As a person objectively who doesn't care about either party, when I just take a step back and I just look at what everything that's happening, I see one party that seems still committed to democracy somewhat, and one party who's headed fast towards fascism. That's just my personal opinion. So who do you think I would vote for? Well, who well, vote, well. Let's 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 talk. Right let's talk about fascism, since I, I assume you're talking about uh, election denying. Uh, in 2000, when George W. Bush won the election over Al Gore, uh, the Democrats, the first week of of January 2001, tried to overturn the results in Florida. Uh, 2004, George W. Bush gets reelected. Uh, Democrats, including uh, Benny Thompson, the chair of the uh, January 6th committee, Jamie Raskin, a member of the January 6th committee, joined with 28 other House uh, Democrats and Senator Barbara Boxer to overturn the re result in Ohio, claiming without any evidence that the Debo voting machine had been hacked. Uh, 2016, January 20, uh, January 2017, Democrats challenged more states uh, trying to get the election overturned that elected Donald Trump. Then Donald Trump challenged uh, the first week of January in 2021. Nobody accused them of undermining our republic. Nobody accused them of being fascists. They exercised whatever means they could to try to win the election. I want to remind you that Hillary Clinton advised Joe Biden during the 2020 election, if it is a close election, quote, do not concede under any circumstances, close quote. Donald Trump used whatever legal means he could, advancing some novel legal theories to try to uh, stay in office and he failed. But I don't blame him for trying. Yeah, but it's not just election denying. It's the disdain of women in fear of non-standard gender identities and sexual orientation. Disdain it's for women. It's the galvanizing of popular rage against cultural elites. It's nationalism based on dominant wow. superior race and historic bloodlines. Like, there's a lot of things that Republicans are doing. Well, what about, what about, uh, what about uh, Joe Biden going to Howard University, as he did recently, giving a commencement speech, Charlemagne? And he said the number one threat to the homeland was white supremacy. Really? The anti well, FBI said that. The Anti-Defamation League keeps track of how many people are killed by extremists, no matter the race of the extremists, every year. Last year, there were 25. As I said, in 2020, there were 11,000 blacks who were murdered, almost all murdered by other people, not murdered by white extremists. It's a lie to say white extremists uh, is a big problem in America. It's a lie. It's what Democrats do to get black people well, angry. The FBI said that. It's what Democrats... Why fine, that fine. fine. Uh, I, don't, I don't agree with that. Mm. Uh, the number one threat to the homeland uh, is a large number of people who are engaging in criminal activity. Uh, and uh, what Democrats do is tell black people racism, racism, racism. They trot out David Duke or some other. <laughs> Isn't that the case? Yes, we're killing each other. And so is everybody else. OK, there are white people killing white people. Hispanic people killing Hispanic people. In there is racism that is in this country I don't care how you try to polish it up it is there and it's fucking filthy dirty and it's been that way so you're trying to like put a rug over that and try to act like it's not as high a crime as black on black crime but it's there whether what you're saying is true or not is there and racism is not going anywhere. It doesn't take a back seat at all. So this guy, like I said, is a no, no for me. It's a no, he's a no, no for me. I will not vote for him. I will not go to the polls and vote for this man at all. 
a facsimile every four years to tell black people vote for us because after all we're the party of racial justice social justice and equity and these dastardly people over there these republicans are the party of jim crow and slavery even though it was the democratic party that was the party of jim crow and slavery so why should black people rock with the gop then like what are the reasons economics uh i had tavis smiley and cornell west on my radio show once charlamagne and i told tavis and, and cornell west that under ronald reagan black adult unemployment fell faster than white adult unemployment mm-hmm. Black Hispanic unemployment fell faster than did white uh, unemployment. Black teenage unemployment fell faster than did white uh, teenage unemployment. Black businesses were created at a rate faster. Uh, their revenues grew at a rate faster. And they both told me that I was wrong and that they would have the data on my desk by Monday. That was 15 years ago. I know the mail is slow, but it seems to me they should have given it to me by now. Uh, again, Donald Trump presided over the best economy ever for black people, lowest unemployment. Uh, and it seems to me the number one reason that most people vote is, is because of the economy. We have had four. 40-year historic high in inflation. We've had gas prices that are now about 40% more than what they were uh, when uh, Joe Biden came into office. And we have about 7 million illegal aliens in our country. And the bulk of the suffering because of these illegal aliens will be borne by black people living in the inner city. Would so those, 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 are, those are three reasons alone not, not to vote for the Democratic Party and to vote for the Republican Party. And by the way, I'm not voting for a fishing buddy. It's not because I like Trump or like him personally. I'm voting for policies. And I don't really care whether or not uh, his, his personality offends people and he does bad tweets. Maybe it might be better for our, our society if he were more polite. I don't know. I don't care. I'm not voting for a fishing buddy. I'm voting for somebody to keep taxes low, keep regulations low, uh, to secure the borders and keep us out of unnecessary wars. Would it be fun to have money in a fascist country, though? To be black and have money in a fascist country? Or to be anything I, other well, than a I don't, I don't. I don't agree this is a fascist country. It's always better to have money than not to have money. Mm. All right. Anything else, Tess? Well, I just just a simple question. Have the Republicans done anything uh, that you disagree with? Just out of curiosity. They spend too much. Uh, I think taxes are still too high. Uh, I think that um, uh, there are a lot of Republicans that support things like minimum wages. And by the way, uh, Milton Friedman, one of my favorite economists, said the minimum wage is perhaps the most anti-black law in the statute books, close quote. At one time, a black teenager was more likely to have a job than a white teenager until the minimum wage came along and kicked it up and up and up. So there are policies that the Republican Party supports like minimum wage, some of them do, that I don't like. Uh, also, also kinds of li- licensing, um, unnecessary licensing. I was at an Apple store a few years ago, and this black woman waited on me, and she was very sharp technically. I'm not very technically sharp. And I was very impressed. And I said, have you always been technically sharp? She goes, well, I'm not really. I, I, I'm just here because I want to uh, earn enough money to get a license to cut hair. I said, black hair? She said, yes. I said, you don't, don't know how to cut the black hair already? I black uh, barbers in my family everybody learned how to cut hair on their own she said well in california you have to have a license uh to get uh, uh, you have to have a, a a license to get open up a shop to cut hair i said how much does it cost she said five thousand dollars i said you need to to get a five thousand dollar license to learn how to do something you already know how to do what is that so a lot of the rules and regulations okay fair how hard you work but the system applies to both blacks and whites too but fair enough those systems ought to be struck down <laughs> it does not apply to us. They say equal opportunity, but it does not apply to us. Stop with the bullshit. I don't know where you live. You live in the boondocks, boomerfuck land, fantasy land, fantasy, whatever. Stop with the bullshit, please. This is why I cannot. I keep saying it like a broken record, but I cannot vote for this guy. 
Uh, and uh, so there are lots of things Republicans do that I don't. That well, I don't it's not just cut. Yeah, you know that. You know they have to, to train how to, to learn with diseases and to make sure your clippers are clean and make sure certain things that you have to follow certain protocols so that you can be a barber so that you can make sure that the community is safe when you're doing these these protocols. Well, if, if there weren't government protocols, there'd be other protocols. For example, there's something called the Consumer Reports. Uh, that's not government. And, they, and it comes out and it talks about cars and what cars are good, cars are safe. If government didn't do these kinds of things, entrepreneurs would step in uh, and they would have licensing. So there'd be a little sticker on the window when you go to a barbershop and, and it would say, I've been approved by so-and-so licensing board or organization. Some of this bullshit, 5,000 is too much though. But. There, there, are, there are all sorts of things that we would do if the government was not doing them. Do you have a black barber? Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. Just making sure. Actually, actually, I have a black barber for 25, 30 years. Uh, he got cancer, and now uh, the person that owns the shop, who is uh, Latina, cuts my hair. Okay. Oh, I do want to ask one final question. When did you? When do you think systemic racism ended? Since you said it don't exist anymore, when did it end? Um, I can't come up with a specific time, but uh, civil rights. Yeah, act, can we? <laughs> civil rights act of 1964, mm. uh, Brown versus Board of Education, the Loving versus Virginia Act that struck down uh, a race mixing. You couldn't uh, for 13 uh, states you couldn't marry a, a white woman. Um, again, I think that when Barack Obama got elected, that was a big deal. Uh, uh, when Obama got elected, this is really important. He got elected with a little more than 52 percent of the vote. He walks into the Oval Office the third week of January. He had a 70% approval. Now, how can that be? How can 15% all of a sudden support this man? It wasn't because they wanted capital gains taxes raised, which Obama promised to do. It wasn't because of Obamacare, which Obama promised to do. It's because many Americans said, at the very least, he'll stop the nonsense that America remains systemically racist. And for eight years, in my humble opinion, he played race card after race card after race card. So when he entered the Oval Office, both blacks and whites thought race relations would get, would get better. When he left, both blacks and whites thought they got worse. Why? Because he did things like the Cambridge police acted stupidly when they didn't. If I had a son, he looked like Trayvon. When what happened to Trayvon had nothing to do with his race. He embraced black lives. The police did act stupid. They did act stupid towards the professor. And he brought them there to drink beer or whatever. And if you look at the picture of that cop, which was a white male cop, he still looked ignorant. He still looked like he was, you know what I mean? So let's not go there. Please, let's not go there. We've seen, we seen it. And um, come on. This matter. Uh, he invited Al Sharpton in the White House over 70 times. Uh, he said that racism is in America's DNA. He said all sorts of things so that when he left, both blacks and whites started <laughs> racism. Um, are you stupid or what? 400 plus years. So, yes, racism is in the DNA of America. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? What is what is wrong with this guy, man? You first got to be honest with yourself before you can be honest with anybody else, man. Like, I don't know. I guess he has to be hit with reality. I guess he has to go through something in order for him to get it. You know? In order for him to get it. But let's, let's, I want to finish this. Let me shut up. Let me let him finish. And then I'm going to take a break and end this show. Race relations got worse. 
Um, right, but, but sir, th- this is where the, and, and we can just agree to disagree because you're mixing race relations and voters, what voters decided to do, who might just be very good people that decided to elect a black man, confusing with institutional system racism. Um, and those are just two totally different things. And it's okay if we just agree to disagree. Um, you know, we're, I'm talking about structures, n- not what voters did or, you know, voters wanted to see better race relations. We're talking about structures, the same okay. structures that you referenced several times that have also spited jo- you. So that, that's Joe, Joe, Joe Biden, for example, when Georgia reformed his law, said it was worse than Jim Crow. It's Jim Ego. More blacks voted in Georgia than ever before. The percentage of blacks increased. Uh, if the, the structure, how is it that the structure did not stop black people from voting in Georgia? Well, I'm not talking about voting, sir. I'm talking about and let, let, just just to be fair. I, I think Joe Biden and what Joe Biden has did to African-Americans, particularly with the war on drugs, uh, was one of the worst things that actually happened to black people. Just to put that on the record, he, he, too, was a part of that system that I'm talking about. Democrats as well. I just try to stay balanced to say that that same system goes uh, applies on both sides. Democrats and Republicans helped uh, with mass incarceration. Joe, Joe uh, Biden led it, wrote it. So so we have no problem. Or I have no well, problem. Uh, condemning him as a Democrat for what he's done. I'm just talking about institutions versus relations are just two totally different things. And that's just where we, you know, just uh, disagree with that. And that's okay. Well, we didn't really get into mass incarceration, but most people who are behind bars are behind bars because they committed a violent crime against somebody else. And often the black people. (laughs) I told you I was going to be quiet. Not everybody that's in jail deserves to be in jail. There are people that they let out through the years and they got to pay them a certain amount of money because they were wrongly accused of doing something that they did not do. So let's let's get that let's get that straight, okay? We're behind bars, committed a violent crime against another black person. Uh, well, when I'm talking about mass incarceration, I'm not talking about violent crimes. I'm talking about nonviolent crimes, particularly the war on drugs. I was very clear I, in what I, I said. I, 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 agree, I, agree, I agree with you that, that I believe that uh, the drug problem should be dealt with as a health problem rather than a criminal justice problem. But most people are not behind bars uh, for using drugs or for dealing drugs. They're behind bars for having committed a violent act against another person. Sure, but that wasn't what I was talking about. I was very clear when I talked about Joe Biden writing the crime bill right. and mass incarceration with war on drugs to nonviolent offenders. So right. that's a different conversation. You're weaving the two together. So we just uh, just have a disagreement on institutions versus race relations, and that's okay. Well, well, in order for you to go 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 to jail, you have to commit a crime. If you walk down the street, my not always when you're black in America. That's bullshit. And yes, Charlemagne, you're absolutely right. You could be black. And be accused of doing something you didn't do. How many times we heard about that? That's why I'm saying, man, what the fuck is up with this guy, man? Did he not watch the news? Does he not watch what's going on in this world? That's been going on for, I don't know, for a long ass time. I have been racially profiled. I have been had somebody come up on me and say, this looks like you. And I said, no, the fuck that don't look like me. Just because he's bald and black don't mean that's me he does not look like me so no and there's been other black men and women that have been harassed by the police killed by the police because they felt they didn't cooperate but you're accusing them of doing something they didn't do just because of the color of their skin or you just want to harass them just because you feel you can because of that privilege of being a police officer and of being a white supremacist. So, yes, you, you get away with a lot. 
These cops get away with a lot of shit. And a lot of people get arrested that should not be arrested. And they get locked up in the system and almost forgotten, left for dead. But I should shut up and let him finish because I really want to end this show. Well, where are the class action lawsuits, Charlemagne? We have all these black lawyers. Uh, many black people uh, have gone to law school. Where are the class action lawsuits uh, claiming that a bunch of people are behind bars uh, illegally, wrongfully? Where are they? So you think everybody that's behind bars? I didn't bars say that. Behind bars I, I, I didn't say that. I, why don't you answer my question? Where are the class action lawsuits? Well, you got need money to do class you action have, lawsuits. You have. You you've had a, a. You've had a black attorney general. What's up? What's up, everybody? You're tuned back into the new Del C show, and I'm about to end the show. Um, yes, it's been a couple hours. Um, that was a long ass interview. I think I think it was about a fucking hour. Um, as promised, I had to, you know, <laughs> I had to uh, play that interview. Um, but I'm looking forward to new guests coming on the show, possibly this week coming um so we'll see how that turns out it is a sunday morning um so listen i hope everybody's blessed and i hope everybody enjoyed their saturday um me i'm just looking around trying to you know i need y'all prayers man need y'all prayers your blessings you know what i'm saying send me your blessings Send me your blessings and I will continue to send blessings to y'all. Um, life is not easy for anybody. You know what I'm saying? So I, you know, I will definitely keep y'all in my prayers. Um, you know what I say at the end of the show? Um, Stay blessed, stay positive. Remember to always let your loved ones know you love them because tomorrow is not promised to no man, woman, or child. On that note, I want to say peace out. Yeah, man. Um, when it's time to vote, man, go out there and vote. Let your voice be heard. Um, I know a lot of people get frustrated and they try to discourage us and all that so that we don't vote at all. You heard what's going on, you know, and... We're not in good hands. We need to find a president that is going to look out for us. Or we just, you know, we we have to fight in some kind of way to let them know that we're going to hold everybody accountable. Yes, the government finds ways to have us turn against each other because they know if they didn't do that... <laughs> We would be powerful. I said again. That's why they eliminated the Black Panthers. Because they knew if they got bigger. It wasn't just about black people. They talked to the white people. Talked to Hispanic people. Everybody was almost on board. They said power to the people. They didn't say power to the black people. They power to the people. It just so happens that that organization started off. With a lot of black people. You know. But. 
this is a different time now. The government is our problem. They created a lot of these problems that are here. You know? But we also have the Ku Klux Klan, which are all part of white supremacy. And for him to say that racism, systemic racism don't exist, you have to wonder what rock was he laying up under. But you be the judge. You be the judge. Is this somebody that y'all want to vote for or not? Because I certainly am not. But anyways, y'all, listen, I, as always, I like to thank the listeners for tuning in. Without y'all, there would be no New Del C show. The guests so far that I've interviewed. Looking forward to interviewing more people. And that's it. I'm out. One.